0: Kristen and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, March
1: 22nd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. A police officer in South Jersey is being hailed as a hero for pulling an elderly woman out of an apartment that caught fire over the weekend. It happened around 9 p.m. on Saturday at the Edgewood Acres apartment complex located on Church Road in Sicklerville. Police say 28 year old officer Gerald Farron. Uh, observed flames coming from the rear sliding door on a ground floor apartment and rushed into the residence after hearing someone calling for help. There was heavy black smoke coming from uh, out of uh, coming out of the door, and as I was going up, it sounded like an elderly woman quietly saying, "Help." I uh. uh, recalled Farron in an interview with Action News on Sunday. Body- this is
3: the, the body cam footage we were yep. seeing. Okay, the yeah. body
2: cam video shows Farron uh, rushing into the apartment to find the woman. He found the elderly woman lying on the floor. Video shows the officers uh, pull the woman to safety. The woman was late transported to an area hospital where she was treated for smoke inhalation and burn injuries. She is expected to make a full recovery. Now the officer uh, Farron, who is also a firefighter and has EMT experience, was able to m- maneuver around the room a bit quicker than any uh, everyday person, he says. Farron also went to the hospital for smoke inhalation. When he was released, he came back to work and finished the rest of his shift. That's amazing. The cause of the fire is under investigation, but police do not believe it's suspicious. The victim's dog and parrot were also rescued. Nearby residents were able to return to their apartments after the fire was put out. Advanced trial data from a U.S. study on the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine shows it's 79% effective. The company announced Monday in long-awaited research that may answer some questions about the shot's effectiveness in older populations. Uh, they said that experts also identified no safety concern related to the vaccine, including a rare blood clot that was identified in Europe. Experts found no increased risks of clots among uh, more than 20,000 people who got at least one dose of the AstraZeneca shot. Although the vaccine has been authorized in more than 50 countries, it has yet to be given the green light in the United States. The U.S. study comprised more than 30,000 volunteers of whom two-thirds were given the vaccine while the rest got dummy shots. In a statement, the company said its COVID-19 vaccine had a 79% effective rate at preventing symptomatic COVID and was 100% effective in stopping severe disease and hospitalization. Investigators said the vaccine vaccine was effective across all ages, including older people, which previous studies in other countries failed to establish. So
3: this is four separate vaccines we have, right? Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca. And uh, there's another one on the way, apparently, right?
2: Yeah, so this one's not approved yet, though. Uh, The early findings from the U.S. study are just one set of information uh, that the company must submit to the Food and Drug Administration. An FDA advisory committee will publicly debate the evidence behind the shots before the agency decides whether to allow emergency use of the vaccine. The Biden administration said Friday that it terminated five White House staffers over marijuana use as it tries to balance federal law and hiring guidelines with the drug drugs legalization in numerous states. We announced a few weeks ago that the White House worked with the security service to update the policies to ensure that past marijuana use wouldn't automatically disqualify staff from serving in the White House. White House Press Secretary tweeted, uh, linking an initial NBC news report on the changed guidelines. Marijuana has become a delicate issue for President Joe Biden's administration because 15 states and Washington D.C. allow for recreational usage despite a federal prohibition. The administration has tried not to automatically analyze potential staffers for legal behavior in their communities by developing a more flexible policy. Hundreds of aides in the two-month-old Biden administration have cleared these uh, the suitability review by career staffers handling security issues. The White House said that there can be multiple factors for dismissals, including hard drug use. The marijuana policy has become less stringent under the Biden administration, allowing for up to 15 past uses in a year among White House staffers. The broader federal government has also become somewhat more lenient with the office of personnel management releasing a memo that says a person should not be deemed unfit merely because of past marijuana use uh, the seriousness of the use and the nature of the position will also be factors in judging new hires
1: now are we going to try the sports intro without casey yeah. here or what okay I, I like, let's right. do
2: it i like something new all right all right in sports this morning oh!
4: <laughs> <laughs> Was it over or when the, yeah. the yeah. All yeah. sacks are done. Yeah!
2: Yeah! Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah! I
5: liked
2: it! That oh, was great. The Sixers beat the New York Knicks in overtime last night at Madison Square Garden. Tobias Harris made two free throws with 5.3 seconds left in overtime, and the Sixers extended their winning streak against the Knicks to 15 games with a 101-100 win. They improved to 30-13 and on their eighth win in the last 10 games. The road trip heads out west with the game tomorrow night in California against the Golden State Warriors, and tip-off will be at 10 o'clock. The Flyers are back home tonight and will face the New York Islanders for the third game in a row. The team split their two games on Long Island with the Flyers losing 6-1 on Saturday night. The puck is set to drop in South Philly at 7 o'clock. And in college basketball, the Villanova Wildcats beat the North Texan Mean Green last night in Indiana. Jeremiah Robinson-Earl scored 18 points. Jermaine Samuels Jr. added 15, and the Wildcats sank 15 three-pointers, ending the 13th-seeded Mean Green's bid for an upset with an 84-61 win. The 5th-seeded Wildcats move on to the Sweet 16 to face top-seeded Baylor. Uh, Coach Jay Wright's team won the whole thing the last two times it got this far in 2016 and 2018. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right.
1: Thank you very much, Kathy. As I alluded to a moment ago, yeah, Casey on his way in, got a little extra sleepy time this morning. He did.
3: You could hear it in his voice. Uh, of course, I go into the bathroom, I sit down in the stall, and, and the, <laughs> the the phone rings. I go, well, I, I'm going to have to take this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could just tell he yeah, had that, that sound in his voice. Like, I just woke up.
1: I hate it. Uh, yeah, and he thought I, he, he had it was happen. thrown off
3: by the clock. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it sets your whole day off in a oh, bad yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, uh, well, he'll be in in a little bit, and we'll have the uh, the full compliment crew here ready to go on a Monday morning. And that's why we didn't have our our special little Monday song that has uh, now become traditional. And Marissa doesn't know where that is and everything, but she popped in here like a champ yeah. yes, to fill in in the meantime and get things ready Big shoes to, fill. Uh, to go. Yes, they are large shoes. And he has uh, arch problems. He does. He has, so, a, he has plantar fasciitis. Yeah, your feet tough, hurt yeah. now? <laughs> um so we do have some things going on we have another 500 to give away for the word of the week prize and that's part of t-mobile 5g fridays so we'll do that at the end of the program get our first letter to get you started off the right way this week we also have a guest joining us on the program we have bradley constant he's an actor and he is 15 years old he plays Dwayne Johnson on Young Rock. He is the title character.
3: There are four Dwayne Johnsons on the series. There's Dwayne Johnson. There's Dwayne Johnson as an 8-year-old, as a 15-year-old, and as an 18-year-old, 18, 19-year-old. Okay. So uh, he is the 15-year-old. So we'll uh, we'll get to meet him, and that'll
1: be coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. So we'll spend some time with him. And other than that, we've got stuff to give away. We have stories to tell you about. Oh yeah, regale you with all our activities through the weekends, (laughs) and uh, spell it all out on the radio this morning. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Sun's going to be getting up shortly, and we're going to have a nice day today together. Even though it is a Monday, we'll be back in a moment. Stay put. Preston, and Steve, and
6: WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
7: Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses and a week later they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24 karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Going to ask a stupid question of you this morning. See if you can get it right. We'll give away Wonder Woman 1984 digital download for the correct answer. Here's my question for you. What landmark is located at the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial? What well-known landmark is located at the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial? 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if we you know the answer to that. Give us a call right now. I have a lot of birthdays to mention while we're waiting for you to research that question and get the answer. Today is Monday, March 22nd. Reese Witherspoon has her birthday today. Mm-hmm. Reese turns 45 years old. Love her. Yep. Yeah, she's been tremendously successful. She's good in comedies and drama.
3: And yeah. she's actually uh, with the, the Morning Show, right? Isn't that the... Uh, yeah. yeah uh, she's um, she's have on fire. Plus. Uh, 45 today. Then you have uh, William Shatner,
1: Ah, we actually spoke to not
3: that long ago. Yeah, pushing his show. Huge birthday for him. He is 90 years Ninety- old today. Man, I, yeah. hope, I hope I'm a scintilla as sharp as he is at 90. I hope yeah. I make it to 90.
1: Yeah, I agreed. Uh, I, I One of his albums that I love, believe it or not, he does some, uh, you know, uh, Spoken yeah. Word and singing and stuff like that. Uh, there's a song where he he in it and it's 20 years old. He frets about
3: he's about to turn 70. Oh my god! He, and he's like a hand ringing over it. And here he is at 90. He he so he hosts his show about you know it's it, I forget the name of it, but it's, I watch it every Friday and I'm so astute that I forgot the name. But it's uh, uh you know he had the uh, press in the collection of UFO people around a round table and he um you know all the people from the various shows he had like the summit. And he is like a kid in a candy shop. He loves this stuff, no and he loves asking
5: about it. And he he's just he's loving life. Is it the unexplained, Steve? That's is it. it? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, he
1: was so great last time we had had him on. Uh, he kept saying the ubu gooba. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you Remember that? <laughs> yeah, the ubu <laughs> So <laughs> It's happy ninetieth, William Shatter. Bob Costas, one of the greatest interviewers I've ever seen, man. Most famous graduate of my high school.
3: Uh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, cause he eat me out. Not that I'd be that famous, but at least
1: I had something. He turns uh, 69 years old today. Andrew Lloyd Webber, the musical composer. So he's
3: considered, you know, a mainstream and pop, popish
4: in the world of Broadway, and I love all his stuff. I just, um, oh, hi everybody! Yeah, hi. I'm here. Uh, so he did uh, Joseph, right? An yeah. The amazing Technicolor code. He's he's definitely got a, a sound. He definitely does. To his, yeah. You know, uh, there's a, a. I think drums are big in his stuff. I'm a sucker for fa- the Phantom of the Opera. Uh-huh. I saw that a couple yep. times. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know. Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. this. he did Don't Cry for Me Argentina yeah. from Avita
0: is, uh, I and
3: there. um uh Cats yep. Memories
1: he also all did,
0: all of, the, uh, What's the
3: roller skating one? Um whether the train? The roller skating one. Uh what the hell is that? The locomotion? No. They're all like they're all train cars. We're a train. We're a train. Oh it's it's skating around on stage, yeah. It's an oh, Android Webber. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Oh. Uh but. Hopefully, I'll find out Yes, right. So Think of Lloyd, cats
3: on skates. Andrew Lloyd
1: Webber is 73 today. Uh, it's Matthew Modine's birthday, too. <laughs> oh. Uh, he turns uh, 62 years old. That was a good old. interview as well. Great yeah. interview. Yeah, it
3: was for the anniversary release of Full Metal Jacket. That's correct. Bill Weston lookalike. like. <laughs> yes, right. in that particular photo, he looked exactly
1: like Bill Weston, yeah. which is pretty wild. Look, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look who I look like. Uh, and had a nice run in uh, Stranger Things. Uh, Matthew Modine is 62 today. Uh, Stephen Sondheim. So we got more songwriters. Another great composer. In. Yeah, West Side Story. Uh, he he wrote, you know, Gypsy, Send in the Clowns. Was yes. Uh, Sweeney Todd uh, and many, many others. He is 91 years old today. Jeez. Uh, you also have Pat Robertson, the televangelist of the 700 Club. A lot of oldies. Oh. He's 91 as well.
2: Nineties. My, my mom always watched him. Yeah. Really? Yes. I need
3: a bullet.
1: Um, it, it, <laughs> was
2: always, it was always on. I remember coming home from school and it being on and like just hearing his voice and being like, oh, and be like but he's really good. Uh, like, oh, okay,
1: sure. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've fallen down a hole of, of stuff on him on YouTube every now and then of some of the more outrageous things that he has said over the years yeah, and- it's, uh, for
3: while he was in that collective of if if we if we don't hit a million dollars oh my god I'm yes. going to be taken by the Lord yeah really yep, yep. there was
2: another one that was Pat Robinson and someone else there
3: was uh, uh there was the 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 or uh, maybe
2: they were on back to back or something well he's the
3: seven hundred club right Pat yeah, Robinson and, club, and then yeah. there was Oral Roberts and oh. then there was uh, Jimmy Swaggart. And then there was uh, the uh, Jessica Hahn, who's uh, which uh, yeah, I what's his remember. name? The, Jim Baker. Jim Baker. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. So these Jim
1: the, and Tammy Faye. Good oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Those were. were the days. Yeah. When that when that oh. all went, I was
3: watching a documentary on her, Preston. When that all wrapped up, she became the darling of the of drag, the, the, the dragon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they loved mm-hmm. her. Yeah.
1: I mean, they got all their makeup from tips her. For yeah. Crying out loud. Uh, so, Pat Robertson is 91 today. James Patterson, the author, he wrote uh, Long Came a Spider, Kissed the Girls, uh, to name a few. He is 74. I think
5: he wrote a book, and in one of the books, the ca- he had a character named Preston Elliott, right? He did, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, Somebody had pointed that out, Yeah, and
1: then I think we tried to reach out to him
5: and then we got Cricket's back so. no, he's a, he's
3: obviously a huge fan he's yeah. huge. his new book is called No Sad Bro uh,
1: so happy birthday to James Patterson <laughs> the Gadzook story uh, <laughs> Nick actor Cole Hauser yeah. oh yeah who in Good Will
5: Hunting played Billy yes who's one of the collective one of the one of his buddies there's a scene where they're at the bar uh, him and Will and Ben Affleck and Casey Affleck and he doesn't say a word because he's mostly passed out the entire scene <laughs> yep mm-hmm. fantastic his dad is a uh, is a famous character actor uh,
3: oh really Wingshauser right. I think his name is. Okay. Yeah.
1: Not familiar.
3: I'm sure I would be if I if if saw, I saw some of the
1: roles. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dazed and confused. School ties. A bunch of other roles for Cole Hauser. He's 46. Uh, Keegan Michael
8: Key. Yeah.
3: Very great.
1: talented uh, actor, comedian, uh, and a big birthday for him today. He is celebrating his 50th birthday. Uh, Constance Wu, love her from uh, Fresh Off the Boat and Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, she's stunning.
3: I dig that movie. I love. Any time it. it's on, I will watch it. Me too. I, first off, it, it appeals to my uh, lifestyles of the rich and the famous uh, thing. Seeing and then, how that half lives. Yeah, exactly.
1: Super duper wealthy. And then the cast
3: is funny. I mean, yeah, it's
1: good. it's a good movie. Yep. Uh, so she turns thirty nine today, and then Nick shared with me this last birthday, and I think we've mentioned him before. Uh, he is involved in the world of swimming, Nick, Olympic swimming.
5: Yeah, he was a, a swimming champion, and now he's in uh, Canadian politics. Ah, uh, his name is Dick Pound. Dick
9: Pound. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah.
5: And Dick Pound is 79 years old today.
9: <laughs>
1: so happy birthday to all the Dicks. Yeah. And especially Keep pounding Dick Pound. Go ahead. Pound away, Dick. He is 79 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, what landmark is located at the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial? And I will go to our first caller in, and it was Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Morning, fellas. I love Dick Pound. Uh, (laughs) Big Dick (laughs) Pound fan. Uh, Kyle, what landmark is located at the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial? The St. Louis Arch. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on, bud. Kyle, you got it right. We are going to give you, sir. Uh, digital download of Wonder Woman 1984: A New Era of Wonder Begins as Wonder Woman faces her greatest foes yet, and you can look for uh, it on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. So hang on the line.
5: It was upgraded to a national park a few years ago. Uh, the, the whole thing is still the memorial present, but I believe it's the in area the smallest national park in the entire country. It is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I it's still haven't tiny. been there. I got to get there. And actually, I think it may have been a national park uh, for for a little bit longer, Nick, because a guy that I went the high school with uh got busted doing cocaine in the arch in one of the in the arch it's a
5: federal, federal it charges <laughs>
1: because you're a so national dude in your time there how many Old times did you build jeffrey <laughs> how many times yeah, did you that that go that up though. in the
3: arch when you were there
1: uh i don't know i probably went up five or six times yeah, yeah. not not a whole ton but enough to get it's cool it's, it is it's cool Pretty wild. because yeah.
3: unlike buildings
1: uh, there's nothing below you when yeah. you're in the middle at the top and you're looking down there is there's you you there's no base below you that you see it's off to the sides some freaking it's arch really weird uh, <laughs> sensation so uh all right anyhow let's uh dive into some of the entertainment stories uh first off at the box office this weekend uh, Raya and the Last Dragon uh, was number one, and it made $5.2 million. I still
3: have to see that. We'll
1: have to see how those numbers start bumping up a little bit yep. because AMC opened back up. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry was second. Then you had The Courier, Chaos Walking, The Croods, still at number five. Huh. Boogie was number six. Then you had uh, The Marksman, Wonder Woman 1984, The Father, and The Little Things to round out the top ten. We'll start off with a little bit on the uh, royal family. Prince Harry reaching out to children who have suffered the loss of a parent. The Duke of Sussex wrote a heartbreaking forward to a book for children who are grieving a parent amid COVID-19. Well, he'd know about that. Yes, he does. Yes, the hospital by the hill reveals how he struggled to accept the death of his mother, Princess Diana. He was only 12. uh, And how he hopes that the book will provide comfort in knowing you are not alone. He said, when I was a young boy, I lost my mom. At the time, I didn't want to believe it or accept it, and it left a huge hole inside of me. And I know how you feel, and I want to assure you that over time, the hole will be filled with so much love and support. We all cope with loss in a different way. But when a parent goes to heaven, I was told their spirit, their love, and their memories of them do not. They are always with you, and you can hold on to them forever. I find this to be true, he said.
3: You know who was actually really good for them is Camilla Parker Bowles. Both William and Harry, and it may seem an odd... Thing that you know, the guy who ended up with your dad, the, the woman I should say, ended up with your dad, but uh, yeah, she was very maternal to them without trying to replace Diana. Uh, he adds in the forward now, I never met them, but I know this person
1: was special to you, and they were someone incredibly kind, caring, and loving because of where they chose to work. Helping others is one of the most important jobs anyone can ever do. Uh, you may feel alone, you may feel sad, you may feel angry, you may feel bad. This feeling will pass. And I promise to you, you will feel better and stronger once you're ready to talk about how it makes you feel. Uh, Harry has previously spoken about how burying himself in his grief was uh, one of the worst things he could do. And his brother, William, urged him to seek professional help when he was 28. And he says it made a huge difference. Now, Prince Charles, Harry's father, of course, took the lead. In crisis talks between Meghan and Harry and the rest of the royals following the historic interview with Oprah Winfrey, royal expert Robert Jobson said the Queen is 94, the Duke of Edinburgh is uh, incapacitated, so he will be trying to placate and learn lessons from this so something can be worked out to everyone's satisfaction.
9: I can't find the bathroom!
1: I uh, said the royal family like to do things as a team, and if the team is being trash, they like to react as a unit and mm-hmm. a family. Uh, the queen said of the racism allegations the pair had raised, while some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Sorry, Tennessee. Uh, she has reportedly hired a diversity czar. Huh. To engage in listen and learn exercise in which the royals will seek independent views on how it can improve diversity efforts encompassing minorities and LGBT in the LGBT community, the source had said. Um, and the source, uh, a different source, said this is an issue which has been taken very seriously across the households. We have the policies, procedures, and programs in place. But we haven't seen the progress. We would like to accept more needs to be done. So they say that they are looking further into that.
3: Doing what they can do. Absolutely.
1: CBS extended the talks on planned hiatus. According to reports, uh, the show is investigating allegations made against <gasps> co-host Sharon Osborne. They're killing me. I live for that show. I know you do, Steve. <laughs> Hang in there, man. Hang in there. Uh, she's been accused of some racist behavior by former co-hosts. It's uh, the- not on! Uh, The show was set to return on March 22nd, but has been pushed
3: another week. I wanted to hear what the ladies had to say about Godzilla, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. What what is it, Godzilla versus King Kong? A spokesperson for the network said, everyone is in limbo and
1: wants this to be over. Uh, There's still no clear understanding of what the outcome is going to be. They have to thoroughly look into all of this stuff. There's a lot of new leadership and they don't want to repeat the days of the, of Les Moonves where things were often ignored and let
3: go. I'll tell you what, that show is like Meet the Press compared to, uh, The Real. You ever watch The Real? Dude, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. It, it's on. <laughs> so after we're finished with the show, yeah. and I go back to to cut the promo, it's it's on. And I mean, it is, Kathy, you'll, you'll come in and I'll, I'll always joke how it's yeah, my yeah. favorite show. But I mean, it makes the talk look like meat Depressed. Really? Yeah. Who's on The Real? Anybody I would uh, know? Yeah, yeah. You might have known they're the kind of pop culture uh, yeah. influencer kind of. The the demo's got to be young women, 18, 25. I'm familiar
1: there's a show. Yeah. But I just, you know.
3: I mean, for God's sakes, it's unbelievable. It doesn't
1: speak to me. Uh, All right, how about this? An intruder took advantage of the scandal and lawsuit, cursed superstar Johnny Depp's digs in Hollywood. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the invader reportedly sampled his bars, copious wares. And even took a shower while this he was there. This is an It The partier must have encountered a rich array of options at the height of his fame. Johnny reportedly spent about thirty thousand dollars a month on wine alone.
3: Didn't he have his own vineyard? I don't know about it, that. Like in France, he in uh, Parasol or whatever his uh, his ex wife's name was, they they had a uh, you know they had a vineyard in France. Okay, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. What's he paying all that money for booze for? Uh,
1: the intruder was not identified and was in the shower when police arrived. Uh, and they kicked down the bathroom door when he refused to come out. Uh, the freshly showered intruder was uh, booked for felony vandalism because the door had to be kicked in. You better live. I got a bispo bit. Um Neighbors who <laughs> saw the apparently homeless man hanging around the, uh, the place. You probably
3: uh, thought Johnny was the homeless man.
1: Uh, they alerted uh, police to the issue. Right. How would they tell the yeah. difference? Yeah, you.
3: It's, if it wasn't Johnny, just Elizabeth. one of his buddies. Yeah, Are you. Excuse me. I live here. You live here uh, so. from the uh, sky. The, this house of his looks like Hogwarts. It, it's yeah, it looks like a castle. It's just. It's got turrets. Yeah, three of them. Oh. Unbelievable. And I, there's yeah. a. It looks like Preston. There's a round. Um, Dome, lo- a dome window. Yeah, almost, in the mid house,
1: almost looks like an observatory or something. <laughs> like that. Insane. It's insane. His observatory. Yeah, So you uh, look at the planets. It-
5: <laughs> you have a telescope, John?
1: Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a telescope. <laughs> so yeah, dude broke in, took a shower. Uh, they busted him. I guess Johnny's out of town right now, so maybe maybe they noted that. You know, when there's these high profile cases going on, yeah. It's pretty easy to find out that somebody's not home. Oh, and they do. And you can uh, they do. come and loiter for a while.
3: In, in fact, thats it, it amazes me even at this point, so many years into this and having so many celebrity homes broken into. Yeah. It's like, what do you pay? What,
1: what? What's your security? Yeah. yeah. All right. How about this story? Suzanne Somers yeah. has opened up once again about her flourishing sex life with her husband, Alan Hamill, sharing that the couple are as randy as ever. <laughs> Yeah. The 3's company star revealed that because of hormones the pair have been having a lot of sex as of late like too much. She said at this stage of life most people think it's you know over the hill too much information. Uh but she said and this was uh, she was on a podcast uh being asked about this. She said but what time is it? Like noon I've had sex with him 3 times so far today. <laughs> That's too much. She said, "What is it about 4:30 in the morning that suddenly there he is?" I'm going, "Could you just wait until the sun comes up?" By the way, she's 74, he's 84. 84 wow. years old. Banging three times before lunch, and they've been married since 19 19- Has anything snapped off yet? They've been married since 1977. Jeez. And uh they go out at the at this level. Uh, At this
3: point, they'll be too tired to make it over to the Regal Beagle.
1: Uh, she said, God, our relationship has been always been amazing. Yeah. But now that our kids are raised and it's just me and Al, and we paid for the tuition, we paid for the wedding and helped them get their start, now it's just us. Man, are we having fun, she says. <laughs> Man, are we banging all over the house.
3: Aren't you, aren't you going to chafe up? Aren't you going to pull something eventually? But by the way, by, but she says,
1: but now that our kids are raised, and it's just me and Al, their kids have been raised yeah. and out of the house for twenty
3: five <laughs> years, and their probably. youngest is fifty one.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, so, Summer spoke to Page Six last year about the pair's love life when isolated due to the pandemic, telling uh, us at the time. I have a husband who I inject every Tuesday with testosterone, and Wednesday's a very good day. Is that under medical supervision? She said, we have found a way. I would assume so. Uh, you would hope, but who knows? Uh, she said, my girlfriends go, you do not have sex twice a day. In uh, it's, uh, it's no forced march, she continued. Huh. I'm in the mood. He's in the mood. Sometimes it's once a day. Sometimes later in the day, you're in the mood again because what are you going to do during the pandemic? Yeah. So, they're having Especially at it. Especially if Matlock's not on. They are having at it. So, I, I say rock on, man. Yes. If you can do that and you're loving it at that age, then the world is your oyster. Just don't make me watch. Yeah, please, whatever you do, don't make us watch that. <laughs> Uh, The director, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, confirmed the existence of an R-rated version of the beloved 1993 family film, but added that the version of the movie will likely never be released. Uh, Earlier this week, a Twitter account that unearths movie facts noted how there were PG, PG PG-13, R, and NC-17 cuts of the film, ...due to Robin Williams' penchant for improvising during the production.
3: Who, who directed it again, Chris, uh, say? soon
1: uh, It was Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus, okay. So it was soon after the social media was ablaze with uh, demands to release the NC-17 cut of the film... Uh, ...that uh, Chris Columbus spoke up. He had previously joked, revealing when he told Entertainment Weekly Friday... ...that there is an R-rated cut. Uh, there is no NC-17 <laughs> version of the film. Uh, but he said the reality is... That there was a deal between Robin and myself, which was he'd do one or two, three scripted takes, and then we'd say, and then he would say, let me play. And he would basically go on anywhere between 15 to 22 takes. He said, I think 22 being the most I remembered. Uh, And he would sometimes go into territory that wouldn't be appropriate for a PG-13 movie, but certainly appropriate and hilariously funny for an R-rated film.
3: So is there going to be a hashtag release the Columbus card?
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're going to do that. But I could easily see that. There's a, like a scene at the uh, near the end of the film when they're they're having dinner and, and he's going, uh, oh, she's got the crabs and I don't mean Dungeness and all that stuff. And yeah. That totally sounds like Robin Williams riffing right, and just right. throwing a bunch of lines out there. And I could see him completely having at it and then they just taking the best stuff. Uh, so he said sometimes he would go into territory that wouldn't be appropriate for a PG-13, but certainly appropriate and hilariously funny for an R-rated film. And it says in this particular story, Steve, however, unlike Zack Snyder's Justice League, don't expect a Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire to ever see release. Um, Columbus said that he would only release some of the material if a documentary about the film was produced.
3: How about uh, hashtag edit Doubtfire into the Snyder Cut? Well, you could do
1: that. I said, I only know what's in the movie at this point because it's been a long time, but I do remember it was outrageously funny material. I uh, added that a documentary would be the best approach uh, for the unseen material.
3: If you're an actor and you're working and and he's he's going out 25, 30 takes, you're like, <laughs> that's great. Can we wrap it up?
1: Yeah. We're t- it's dinner time now.
3: Yeah, let's go. Uh, Sandra O oh is
1: standing with the Asian community. She made a speech during the a uh, Stop Asian Hate rally, which was in Pittsburgh on Saturday, to uh, discuss the surge in hate crimes against Asian Americans. She had said, "For many of us in our community, this is the first time that we are even able to voice our fear and our anger." And I really am so grateful to everyone willing to listen. Uh, o oh said in a video posted on social media, "One thing that I know is that." Many in our community are very scared, and I understand that. And one way to go through our fear is to reach out to our community. Was she filming in Pittsburgh? That's what I was curious about. I don't know if she's from Pittsburgh or not, or why she happened to be there. But they do—they do a fair amount of movies in Pittsburgh. So. Maybe
3: she was looking for uh, to purchase a basement toilet because mm, you know Pittsburgh has a lot right. of
1: them. That's right. And you just put in the middle of your your yeah, just set out in yeah. the middle of your unfinished
3: basement. No
1: walls or anything. What if that uh, becomes
3: all the rage in uh, you know in the Hollywood set, Preston? Like, Calabasas, that's the thing. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it
1: if something stupid like
3: that took Kendall's, Kendall's basement toilet. Mm-hmm. And a poop knife made by Fendi. <laughs> <laughs> right? Fendi? A Fendi yeah. poop knife. Uh,
1: sources tell E! Entertainment that Sophia Ritchie is sick. Thick. Of hearing about ex-Scott Disick. So thick of hearing about Disick. Sophia and Scott have to navigate many issues together throughout their relationship, the source said. Uh, It was no secret that they had their ups and downs when it came to Courtney.
3: I watched a video of him talking with Courtney and explaining about why he's not with Sophia. I don't know why I did, but I did. Just to say, am I remembering the douchebag level at what I thought it was at? It was ten times worse. I don't get what the Scott Disick attraction is. And I, is I defy one. any woman to tell me what is it about this guy that makes him such a prize.
1: I only know of his douchebaggery from you guys. Yeah. You, you and Casey are aware of oh, yeah. what Listen, a D bag is. I've yeah. never watched that show, so I don't know, but I'm taking your I'm taking your word because I believe you. He's an attractive guy. Not not, Not really. that much.
2: He, so? he, again, he's another person that presents himself. You know, he, he, sure, he, he he's dressed up and he's confident yeah. and he can look nice, but he totally has that douchebag personality. And he has I a
3: douchebag he... voice and a douchebag delivery.
1: Does <laughs> he <laughs> so wear douchebag clothes or is he wear nice No, the clothes are okay. I, it's
2: just him in general. I told you, a uh, friend of mine, uh, when her husband pisses her off she calls him Scott. Scott she's like all right scott have a good time on your trip (laughs) like when he goes away or does something
1: all right so it says here once courtney and scott became closer and were spending more time together with the kids sophia had a huge issue with it uh Uh, she thought she was losing him to courtney and was jealous at times oh my my goodness so jealous um (laughs) she was also embarrassed that he discussed her insecurities on keeping up with the kardashians Ah, uh, they had Sophia is not surprised that Scott shared their relationship issues with the Kardashian family and that's, publicly on the show.
3: That must be what I was watching. Then I was watching an upcoming clip uh, of the show. She wished it stayed private, but
1: knew it would happen when they split. Uh, Sophia has moved on and put the drama behind her.
3: Well, that's it. When people get involved with me, they don't realize you're going to be part of the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> At this point, there's no chance that they'll ever get back together, according to this source. Hey, uh, Ryan Murphy has shared an eerie black-and-white video Ooh. of the ocean and waves, teasing the upcoming 10th uh, season of American Horror Story. Is it Surf Zombies? No. Oh. The Amer- American Horror Story uh, title will be um, Double Feature.
3: Double feature. So this is... Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: The American Horror double Story... rainbow. Oh, my God. American Horror Story 10 is double feature. Double
3: feature. Yeah. Uh, so are they trying to do kind of like a grindhouse kind of thing? No, in? no. It's, well, it, the
1: clip says two horrifying stories, one season. Okay. So, and it says one by the sea, one by the sand. Two
3: great so. tastes that taste great together. Yeah,
1: maybe that's <laughs> what it is. Your Your chocolate is more yes. like peanut butter.
3: <laughs> uh, I, again, I the show is uneven, but when it's on its mark, and when it has more Fun with this stuff—it's great.
1: So they are moving with this uh, titled double, double feature. feature. It has to do with one by the sea,
5: one by the sand. Oh, yeah. So, and <laughs> they both by each other. Then more to come. Like one's by yeah, the right? sea, you
1: know, right? They're, like, yeah. they're right next to each other. The sand is yeah, right by the sea yeah. and it's, kind of part
3: of the sea. It's terrible. Had a sandbox as a kid, and it really wasn't too close to the water.
5: All right, so it could be in a sandbox. Yeah. Right.
3: Okay, anything. But about what's
5: that. so scary about a sandbox?
3: Uh, well. Yeah, oh or, or the sand, sand dwelling people. creatures.
1: Yeah, or it's sand people. We're the sand people. Yeah. Um Michelle Mootready huh. uh has been arrested and charged with stalking and harassing Pete Davidson.
5: Oh.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, this idea. is the one who was claiming they were engaged.
1: Yeah, so the uh, yeah. T- the twenty four year old allegedly entered his Staten Island home uninvited. Uh, she's also the same person listed as his partner and wife in a new business venture. Doesn't he? He lives at wow. home with
3: his parents, doesn't he?
1: His mom. His dad passed yeah, away. Yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah. Um, no, his, his his stepdad's Bill Burr. I saw a movie.
1: Oh. oh okay. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what the story is on. Um, you know, I I remember that story of her listing him in this yeah. business venture and it being a bunch of crap, but. I guess she was at his house, or she went into the home, yeah. so... Yeah, he
3: lives you know, in a, a, in a dude. like, a residential, Staten a Island standard home. neighborhood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. it must be pretty easy to access, and she got in there. All right, and then uh, one last story. I'm a little little shy on uh, entertainment news we'll today. We'll say it slowly. Uh, HBO is developing three more Game of Thrones prequel projects. All right, is that good or is that bad? I... For me, I was thinking about this morning... I need me some more Game of Thrones. I, I, I'm ready for this. And and I think there's been enough of a break to where it is, I, I had Game of Thrones overload, and now I'm ready again. I'm all set. Now, I don't know how the world is, if the world is ready right. or not, but I personally want more of this story. I was even thinking about going back and and having at it again. How brother. many times
3: have you watched I've it? I've watched
1: it twice, all the way through. That's, what, eight seasons? Yeah. It's a lot mm. of TV.
3: I don't, so, so would you prefer to see a sequel, a prequel? A quill,
1: uh, quill? I, I love the, the idea of a prequel. I think it's cool. So so there's three of them. One is titled Nine Voyages, and that's from uh, Bruno Heller, and another about the founder of Dorne, and that is dubbed 10,000 Ships. And the third is set in the King's Landing slum called Flea Bottom. Flea bottom? Yeah. So that's where they're gonna go.
5: He never finished the books, right? No. And does it matter at this point? I think point? there's supposed to be two more. That's what I thought as well. I
1: bailed on him. I, I got enough of the story from the the show. Which he kinda signed off on. He did, and and it, it departed. It went in a slight different direction. But my interest I read, you know, five of the books and, and my interest in, in going back to that world again uh it has waned because it's so damn detailed oriented. And there's so much stuff that I've forgotten after I've read, and it would be a Herculean chore. To How go much of a
3: departure? Because I understand the books. In the books, they open up a ski school. Oh, yeah. they do. Yeah, then yeah, it yeah. takes
1: a wide departure.
4: It matters to me, Nick, because it's not his vision. It's not his story. But and... are you going to read the books, or are you just going to watch the TV shows? That... Well,
5: regardless, well, I, I guess my yeah. point is, like, what's it going to be, boy? If he's going yes. <laughs> to, if he's just going to do the TV shows, he can pour his creative energy into that. Yeah. and not the books, and so. You know, that's why I'm saying if it matters or not, why not just have George R. R. Martin focus on these prequels?
1: Yeah, I'm not really... I'm not sure how involved he's going to be in these, to be honest. So,
3: uh, anyhow... Well, good th- question. What if he passes? I mean, I, and this is what some people have said. He's yeah. not. In, he's not in wonderful health. Um, Honestly, it's part of the reason why he gave them the yeah.
1: go-ahead on HBO in case he wasn't able to... Fa- he Or he told them what his ideas yeah, were. Yeah, and they sort of... And they their- took their own you know, creative license with that. Uh, but you're right. Yeah. What, if, what if he kicks? I, I would imagine he's got some stuff written down. I, I don't know as far as general direction goes, but who knows. So they join uh, House of Dragon, which is going to be the other one, uh, which uh, begins filming in the U.K. in April. So uh, very, very soon. And it stars Olivia Cook, uh, Emmy Darcy, uh, Patty Considine, and Matt Smith, uh, to name a few. Oh, Matt Smith from The Crown.
5: He's a Prince, uh Prince Philip oh. in the first uh, few seasons. Oh, yeah, he's the, great. Yeah, he's a great actor. The one with yeah. the
3: dragon. Yeah. Uh wait, in the
5: first uh season? Uh yeah, right? The uh the
1: younger
3: Prince Philip. Yeah, who was um he also played Dr. Who at one point. Yes, he did. Did You're exactly right. Okay. Because I know my who and I know my crown.
5: That's the man. His name's not Matt Crown, which is what I just looked up. No, Matt Smith. 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 (laughs) There is
3: a rule in in England that you have to adopt as your last name the show you're on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was not aware of that. Just ask Lonnie Benny Hill. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. uh, We're ready for clips now, guys.
1: After being framed for his sister's murder, Alex is hell-bent on exacting revenge and finding the real culprit in who killed Sarah. In this clip, star uh, Manolo Cardona talks about how his character changed after that tragedy. Here we go.
0: This is a very interesting
1: and complicated uh, character. Um, I mean, the one from the past is uh, charismatic, um, lovely kind of guy. And uh, then suddenly uh, this tragedy happened and and he became another person. (laughs) Who Killed Sarah premieres this Wednesday and that's on Netflix. And here's the next clip. Best friends take a road trip from Florida to New York City so one can declare his love for his high school crush in hidden camera comedy film Bad Trip. And in this clip, star Eric Andre talks about what it was like to mix it up on the set with Lil Rel. Here we go.
5: My character is so high energy and crazy. And his character was kind of like nervous, nebbishy, kind of in his shell. And he had to learn how to come out of his shell. It was that great, iconic, classic buddy duo chemistry that worked so well.
3: That's so funny, I
5: forgot to laugh. Bad Trip premieres
1: this Friday, and you will find that on Netflix.
3: I like him. He's a funny guy there. Eric Andre?
1: Uh, That is what I have for you in the Entertainment Report this morning. And uh, it is indeed a Monday in all its Monday glory. In case you haven't heard, we have a new Word of the Week prize. It's the same Word of the Week prize. which is a great one. 500 bucks. Uh, To give away, so the first letter coming at the end of the program. So hang out with us, if you will, please. Uh, We're also going to have on the program Bradley Constant. He is the the actor who plays the 15-year-old version of Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Young Rock.
3: Yes, it's pretty wild. I didn't realize, Preston, I thought... That they had the same actor playing, because they, they've they matched the way they look so well. Really? That it's a different actor playing 15 and, it, and then the actor playing 18, 19. Nice.
1: Uh, so we'll get them on in the 9 o'clock hour. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. Sun's coming up. We're going to have a nice
0: day in store for us. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. WMMR. Polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at radio.com. Hope you guys had a chance to get outside and enjoy the
3: weather. This oh yeah, it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, it's
3: fantastic. Yeah. I loved it, and and it, it makes you, it makes you impatient. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Do you wear shorts all weekends? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I was wearing shorts and. Th- I am winter shorts guy now. Officially, I was, I was surprised to not see you wear them today. <laughs> yeah. Or, w- can, w- or do to you a wear a pair
1: underneath your sweats and you can just do make the you feel
3: good? And you, know then what I, you
1: need, I, Steve, you need those tear off pants like <laughs> Chippendales, like the strippers. Yeah. Yeah. And you can I just, need that.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I, I will be doing it for the for the rest of this week, though. Yeah, I have you know I have an informal event afterwards, so I wore my Adidas. Sweater. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I understand. And my Zack Snyder T-shirt.
1: I noticed that. Yeah. Percent properly. Uh, yeah, so getting outside was imperative this week, and if you had the opportunity to do that, because it's just uh, and and we're looking at maybe seventies, uh, mid seventies by the end of the week. Yeah, but, but, but I love rain, it. Rain coming in.
5: I went to Longwood Gardens uh, for the first time in like a year yesterday, and it was great. Um, and the what I didn't know until uh, booking was that you have to make an appointment to get there, but they managed the crowds really well, and there were a lot of people outside and it was um do they still have
3: the uh, trees and plants
2: out there?
5: They do. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> They They've st- moved on from Did that, they Steve. Still have, like, yeah. flowers no more stuff? trees and plants. Yeah. <laughs> they're highlighting those. <laughs> yeah. This what, yeah.
2: What is their like exhibit now? Though they always have something special. Nothing
5: there. yet. They're getting ready for no? spring stuff. No. Do they, they have
2: the orchids yet?
5: Uh, not yet. No. And, oh, okay. and actually, like a third of the um, the in- indoor area is closed. I think they're redoing that and re- refurbishing a lot of it. But the outdoor uh, area is all open, and it was really fun. It was nice being outside all day yesterday. There's so, some things are where you'll walk around, and there'll just be like one tree or plant that's highlighted
3: out in like a, a field or something and it's like oh wow oh. you know like yeah. you'll say that's a unique looking tree and then you realize it it is <laughs> where it is by design exactly. you know like yeah. that's supposed right. to be an intention getter
1: uh well yeah enjoy please get outside and uh and i'm starting to you know it's it's spring
3: cleaning time in fact it's now spring yes it's officially yeah. spring it oh i did spring cleaning, I did, spring did. cleaning on, I did some of it and and during uh, we have some time coming off uh coming Sometime off coming up is what a human would say. Right. And uh, so I'm preparing for that. I, I, I mean, this is what my life has become. I'm I'm thrilled about perhaps getting a dumpster at the house. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, ah, I, ah. I, I do it yes. by force. I almost say, if I pay for that, I've got to throw things out. Right. Yeah. So it sort of mandates the cleaning. Right. Because I prefer, you know, and, and I, I put, Kathy, you'd be very happy. I put everything in my in my clothes drawers to the test. If I haven't worn it.
2: Yeah, get rid of it.
4: Goodwill, yeah. goodwill, goodwill. Yeah, I uh, I moved an entire shed all by myself. Did your that's, neighbors know you were doing it? That's yeah. right. <laughs> I spoke to Casey yesterday. Oh, oh really? No, that's like, fine. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what
1: are you doing? Uh, I'm digging this stuff, and you just go. I'm not made for this. Wood. I'm not. Yeah. I am
4: not made for the like heavy yard work. Like, I you know, I'm digging a trench, so I have a, a shed being delivered. Oh, and so I had to move the existing shed. Dude, I moved that thing all by myself. With I, my own might. Uh, with the with own force a, of your sheer a, animal it's plastic, strength. It's a plastic shed.
3: Um, but still. Are you keeping that one? Are you going to be a double shedder?
4: No. No, oh. no, no, no. I'm getting rid of that shed. I just needed a bigger shed to fit more need, stuff. Need to shed but, the shed. Yeah. I
1: realized later on, after we spoke, I probably mm-hmm. should have said, hey, I'll come over and help you out, but... I, I would have said no. I didn't want to.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't. Preston, want to you all. were eating a sandwich. You did Yeah,
1: I'm no. Busy. I actually, I had, I, had a, I had a migraine headache over the weekend. Oh, so, oh man, that didn't. If uh,
3: you have a migraine, and you lay outside in the sun and everything. Is it, is it better? or Is it worse? It's worse.
1: Yeah, yeah. inside, cold, uh, all the lights Darkness. off. Darkness. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
4: I, so, Steve, I'm. I started digging this trench because I'm, I'm going to grab these four buys and, and create a, a base, and then I, I think right after I talk to Preston, I start doing this YouTubing. I'm like, okay, how am I supposed to do this? And then I went over to my neighbor's house, and they don't even have a base for their shed. They just threw some rocks down. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. You, you, put know, a base, you should put a, like a, a base down on it. You yeah. know, well, these guys didn't, and they have yeah. a nice big shed, and they're fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And call like, someone. I
5: mean like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm in the same boat as you, so Casey. I look yeah. at it long enough, I'm like, I need help. Talk I need to a call. priest. <laughs> or no, yes, a professional. Please. Yeah. 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 Well, my son, in the years that I've been in a
3: clergy, <laughs> I've seen all <laughs> sorts of sheds and some sheds have bases and some don't. And life in a way is like that. Some of us are grounded in the base below us and some of us just stand on rocks. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I
4: went to the hardware store yesterday to get um well, I was gonna get six buys, right? Six by sixes to create this thing. Six buys, eight buys, whatever it takes. Right. So I go there. <laughs> And these six buys are a huge, yeah. b heavy. I was like, I don't know if I need this. If I may jump in here, yeah,
3: for, to this point. And I had this conversation about when you know we went over to, um uh, uh we went over to oh, God the shooting range in King of Prussia, King King Shooters, and they were they were great. But Dr. Mike and I, and so uh, we're you know there are some things I think that guys will default to acting like they know about mm-hmm. when they don't really know. Yeah. Sure, and and like I. I remember ordering lumber uh, to do something uh, in my garage and and build something. And what I went there written on a piece of paper with and showed the guy, he looked at me and says, is that what you want? And and then when he showed me what I was asking for, I was basically asking for the St. Louis Arch Preston size. (laughs) And, and, uh, but you, you know, it's the kind of thing where you don't, Am I going to look like I don't know? It's okay to look like you don't know what you are professing to know. It's okay to be a neophyte when it comes to stuff. Oh, yeah. But I think we assume we should know it. And sometimes we make the mistake of just going for it when we don't. Oh, it's like uh, when you have car trouble, car when you, trouble, and you open up the hood of the car. Yeah. yeah.
1: What, what are you going to do?
3: Yeah. What are you going to do when you look in there? I put a quart of oil in my glove yeah. compartment. What are you going to do? Let, <laughs> me yeah. Let me open yeah. this up. Yeah. And then it's yeah. open, and then you go. Uh, okay, now what? Now yeah. what? <laughs> oh, I see what the problem is some leaves got in here. Yeah.
4: Right. <laughs> right. Right. Steve, what I what I went to this uh, the hardware store for? I needed a tractor trailer to get home. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I put both I put both the seats down in the yeah. back of the car before I left. I was like, yep, I'm going to have to yeah. put the seats down. And then I got to the hardware store. I was like, oh, I need an 18-wheeler to get what I think I need.
3: I better move the uh, car
4: deodorizer, too.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. And it's because you think, oh, listen, how hard can it be? Yeah. It's very hard. Well, it's
1: all in the pursuit of happiness, yes. folks. But happiness comes with a price. I did see this story. <laughs> Uh, that according to U.S. Purdue University, uh, the researchers found that you need to make uh, $105,000 or nearly $36,000 more than the country's median household income to be a happy person. The scientists say that this is the amount of money that it takes to reach the state where increase, uh, increases in income no longer produce meaningful benefits to happiness. Uh, the good news is that happiness doesn't require obscene wealth, but the bad news is that in a lot of happy countries, you need to be doing better than average when it comes to your income.
3: I think, again, I, we've had this conversations that are similar, and I believe that money isn't the key to happiness. However, money can extract issues that will detract from your happiness. Exactly. So I think there's I think there's a financial happiness right you know what I mean and an alcohol
1: as happiness. opposed to you know like a spiritual happiness or yeah. you know and so on I mean you need to be able to provide and, and make sure that you're not struggling and then you can then you can have a little bit more happiness um I'm gonna go to the <laughs> shed call here in just a second I see that up there we want to help Casey too they found that uh, that happiness costs the most in New York City of course uh, Honolulu and Bern Switzerland.
5: Oh, oh, i've been to, I've been to burn they got a great zoo. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, they do. That's They're, why everybody's so damn happy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, did
3: you get a feel the burn
5: shirt? Uh, no, I yeah. should have, but, uh, they have three different types of bears. The yeah. least expensive well, places. Well, two and one's pretending.
1: Oh. The least expensive places to find happiness are Panama, Antigua, Costa Rica, and Mexico. Seriously? Yes.
5: Those all are happy countries.
1: Least expensive places oh, to oh, find oh. happiness. Well, the cartels
3: keep you
5: happy down there. Uh,
1: <laughs> each has a happiness index between roughly 16,000 and 38,000 dollars. In Europe, uh, Portugal has the lowest happiness index at under seventy thousand dollars. It means, by money wise, gotcha. how much money you have what to you technically need
3: be happy. Yeah, I, I've always said this. Um, I was, I'm always happy when I have a well anchored shed. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. yes. When, that when my shed you, is yes. resting properly okay. and I know it's not
1: going to be blown over. Hi, uh, Mario. You're on Shed Talk this morning on the President <laughs> and Steve Show. How you doing,
10: hey, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for joining us <laughs> for
5: Shed Talk. <laughs> hey, uh, so hey instead take... of Ted Talks, Shed, shed Talks. talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to our yeah,
9: show. Yeah,
3: yeah. oh Welcome to the audience, there, and like a Steve Jobs kind of guy in a turtleneck. How you root your shed into the ground is everything. <laughs>
1: Oh god, this is sick! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario, your your recommendations, Casey, at right, so,
10: issue. <laughs> Casey, it depends on what you want to do, man. You can just leave it on the ground, but you, you got to dig out the ground. You got to put uh put your six by six or four by four, whatever you want to do, and fill it with stone. Level it. And then have your guy drop the shed off right on the pad. Um, and what that does is allow for, you know, drainage underneath of your shed. And so that little pesky
3: groundhogs don't dig under there. and Ooh, make it all walk- That's a good point. Yep. Okay. You don't want those groundhogs boring a uh, hole to the bottom of your shed.
4: Okay. Your neighbor, you said your neighbor's got them on, uh, on uh, what, rocks or whatever yeah. you said? Yeah, Yeah, he's got rocks. And then... He's got a couple of four by fours, and then the shed goes down on top of the four by fours, which are on top of the. Rocks. Oh, that's
10: hot. Yeah, so the stones are acting like the footers, and the two by or the four by fours are acting like just as an air gap. You know what I mean? Like, so you can do that if you want, or you could just put it on a gravel
3: pad. If you, you want to be like reckless, to. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right,
10: totally up to you.
3: That's right. sage advice. Thank Thanks, Mario. Yeah. Thanks great for being on ten, uh, Shed Talk. Shed Talk. Hey, no problem. All, All right, next
1: time. We'll <laughs> 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 see you later. <laughs> Uh, Going back to uh, to happiness for a a moment, this was in a completely different study that was done. The World Happiness Report (sighs) has recently been released, and it states that Finland, Iceland, and Denmark are the happiest countries in the world. Uh, Sweden came in sixth place and Norway came in eighth place. So it's all in this kind of
3: area. Yeah. They're this, all in this uh, Scandinavian and area. And they you've say been, things like Frutte Herde. You've been yes. to two of those three, right? Finland and uh, Denmark?
1: I've been to, uh, no, I've been to Norway and Denmark and Sweden. So I've been to three of them. I, and actually, no, I did visit Finland yeah. short, briefly. But you forgot that you visited. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> Uh, and in That's fact, not really what when we were... had Chewbacca here. That's I was right. going on about Norway, <laughs> yeah. thinking that he was from there, and he was actually from Finland. All right. <laughs> so I've been to four of those places. Now you've been to Iceland. Though, I have, yeah. Which uh, is a place I want to get to.
5: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a re- very unique place. Um, I don't know uh, if I could live there simply because there's there's no trees and there's uh, you know it's it's cold a lot of the year you and see, uh, yes and it's dark for a yeah, good portion it is, of the year too. Yeah. Did
4: you guys see the drone footage of the uh, of the volcano? volcano? Yeah, it's pretty in Iceland? huh there is know. a volcano that is now
3: for the first time in i think what six hundred years yeah uh there is a uh there is lava flowing out of it Ooh. it's not erupting, oh, wow. but lava is flowing out that's of it that's cool, so people are heading towards the lava stream
1: well, Kathy, I mean, you, you that piqued your interest would you like to see a, a volcano an active volcano in person
2: um yeah i would yeah I think that would be interesting yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. it's erupting i mean the the drone follows the lava flow all the way up to the top and
1: I think I Steve don't... means it's not, you know, booming. Yeah, not up pyroclastic out of there, but... flows and things like that.
4: Well, that's what I was going to say. There's coming out the top there's, like that. There's a... uh, coming yeah, up out of it. Just yeah. shirts. Just shooting its load. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, spurts and I, squirts. Spurts
1: <laughs> and Squirting volcano. Uh huh. You need a bucket and a mop. Uh, which, by the way, we'll play your clip uh, here in a moment, Steve, of uh, <laughs> WAP. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, okay. Finland's death rate. So, here's here's here are the, the details. Finland's death rate from COVID-19 is the lowest in the European Union, and the country scored high in the categories of freedom, healthy lifestyle, and social solidarity. Uh, New Zealand also made it into the top ten happiest countries. Yet another place I would love to go to. New somewhere. Zealand
3: looks gorgeous. Just a visit, uh, you know, where they did the Lord of the Rings stuff, and of course... Hercules and Xena. They're all from New Zealand Preston and then there's obviously some sort of history involved. Uh no, but they've also
1: had a really great success in in stopping uh, the transmission of the virus too. So that that plays into this stuff too. Uh the United States came in fourteenth place, which is not too bad. Not bad. Uh while the UK came in eighteenth place, uh Zimbabwe uh came out at the bottom of the list in ninety fifth place. Uh, Tanzania was 94th, Jordan was 93rd, and India uh, took 92nd. These are the happiest places in the world. On
3: India's uh, travel brochure, it says we're not Zimbabwe. Okay. And, and that's all you need to know. At least we're yeah. not Zimbabwe. <laughs>
1: uh, that's according to the World Happiness Report.
3: Now, speaking of uh,
1: spurting and squirting and wet yes. and all that stuff, <laughs> oh, uh, Steve found a um, a polka version Of WAP, of W-A-P.
3: They took the live performance at the Grammys, Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and uh, somebody applied a polka beat to it. It's pretty funny. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Especially if you watch the video along with it, because
1: the (laughs) stage show is, you know, it's very, very suggestive, as you can imagine. But I'll play a little clip of this for you.
8: I say certified free. Seven days a week. Pull out game We Whores in this house There's some pores In this house There's some pores In this house There's some time I wanna ride I do a key,
0: When it's inside Spit in my mouth Look in my (laughs) eyes It's wet Come take a dive Sign me up Like I'm so
1: that's
3: I like how they're they're covering over little horns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what, what what are they using like a, like Nobo or what are they uh... uh oh I don't know I yeah. think it's is actual little horn oh, is it a yeah. squeaky horn
11: play, I, I want you to park that big Mac truck right. right
3: in the I wonder if you were to go huh. <laughs> t- t- to, t- go t- to t- like yeah. like uh like during Oktoberfest and and bring that to a uh oh, yeah. if you played that if you'd go. Not we would be
1: paying attention. I bet they'd love it. They would absolutely love it. Uh, so, all right. Um, let me see. We know how to be happy. We know how to do the poke to the uh, WAP song. We do. Oh, and this is here. This is this is a tragic story. I have a couple of a uh, little bit of a downers, but a, but a tie-in. So, part of of being happy for me personally is spending time with my kids, and I'm planning on taking a trip uh, with my daughter next week. And uh, no. we yep. had we had planned. Uh, To go to Zion National Park last year, uh, it was shortly after her 13th birthday, which when each one of my kids turns 13, I've had this tradition, I take them on a trip out west, we go spend a week together, it's just a little bonding time and a really way to see the country as well. Well, that obviously didn't happen with COVID, so we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to do, now she's turning 14 next month, so I want to do this before she turns 14, so... I want, we're going to take a driving trip. Now, I'm not going to drive all the way out to Utah. Yeah. Okay, so that's crazy. To an Iceland? Uh, no, we're going to go to Maine. I had mentioned this before, and we're going to go to Acadia National Park, yeah. which is really not a good se- time of the season to go, but I just want to go somewhere before she yeah. turns 14, yeah. so we're going to do that. So I saw a story this morning where the bodies of two hikers were found <laughs> at Maine's Acadia National Park. horrible. It's horrible. Park. They fell off a 100-foot-long
5: ice-covered cliff on Door Mountain. I read over the weekend, um, because I, I went there last year, Preston, you and I have been talking about it, about your trip, and um, apparently it's uh, mud season in, yes. in Acadia right now and also the end of ice season, and it's not good Mud time. season. Yeah, mud season. Ice and season. And mud ice season. Ice season. Mud <laughs> season. Shoot. It's not a good time for hiking, and these two people are uh, examples of that. I unfortunately. Know. It sucks.
3: It, it's always good to heat, you know, I know people just. I'm just going to go and hike. Heed the information that's available to you <laughs> through the park system, and yeah. and let the you know, like uh, for example, they're they're not screwing around, and and uh, there are countless stories of people who said, well, it didn't look that bad, and then they regret, you know, the decision. It's, it's like, um, you know, I I'm I'm a,
1: a novice novice hiker as far as yeah. and, and and we just dabble in in the local parks, but going to. I've, I've I've hiked a little bit in in Yellowstone and Jackson Hole that was by myself, but I never went on any challenging hikes. I know better than to do that. Um, but it's it's like when you uh, when you go to a, um, a really big ski slope, you know, you've you've skied the, the Poconos and things like that, and then you go to Colorado okay. and okay. Utah, and you look at the map and you're like, yeah, I could do that double black diamond, right? Yeah, nah, no, yeah. No, yeah. No. So I, I'm going to do the same thing with hiking where I'm I'm, I'm just. Only gonna follow the really simple, easy hikes. and you'll have a great time. Yeah, any place that's accessible by a jazzy scooter should be good. Yes, that's that's my speed, <laughs> definitely. But look, I
3: have a little thing in the front for bagels and such.
1: Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna try to tackle anything
3: dangerous. No, this is to bond with your daughter yeah. and have a good time.
1: Yeah. So, but uh, you're I gonna saw, go crossbow hunting? I saw that story this morning, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I can't tell her about that.
3: No, well. <laughs> A freak no. her out. Can you tell her in a like an amusing way, like in a
1: fun way? All right. Uh, now this is this other tragic story, and this uh-huh. ties into me too. I saw this yesterday. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Kent Taylor. Oh, this is so sad. The founder and CEO of Texas Roadhouse, which is kind of my family's restaurant, yeah. our, our go-to family meal restaurant. We haven't been in a while because of COVID, but it was our standard. Like, almost every Friday, we'd go for dinner.
3: Uh, so, I I always, uh, when you first started mentioning Texas Roadhouse, I thought, okay, that's a standalone restaurant. It's a chain. Yes. Right? And how, how is it nationwide? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's 610
1: restaurants. I had no idea. In 49 states. Yeah. yeah. So So, uh, and we love it because it's actually, it's inexpensive, but it's made, re- the food is really good for yeah. the price you pay. So, that's why we go. But anyhow, this guy, Ken Taylor, the CEO, uh, died. He was 65 years old. He took his own life, and they're saying after suffering from symptoms related to COVID-19, including severe tinnitus... So what I didn't know about COVID is that one of the things that can, if you have tinnitus, it can exacerbate it and make the effects much, much worse. That's and apparently horrible. it oh drove God. him to suicide To suicide Yo. because Yo, it God. was relentless. And for those who don't know, tinnitus is this ringing in the ears that you have. Huh. And I haven't. I've had it for a long time now and it never goes away. It's permanent. I'm always going to have it. There's no cure for it at all. But apparently, it became unbearable for this guy, and he took his own life. It's very successful entrepreneur. <sighs> that
3: shows you though how wow. I mean, so to it's hard when you um, you try to explain to someone. So for what you have tinnitus, what is your second to second experience with tinnitus? How how can you explain it to us who who are not suffering from it? Um, it's, it's just a, a high pitch frequency.
1: Um, Steve, you know, like, like you might hear, um, tones that are used, frequency tones that are used to test audio right. and stuff like that, just like that. And you hear it constantly. I hear it all the time, but it's really, really high up. It's a super high pitch frequency. So you can pay attention to it or not? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's there. Uh, if it's quiet, yeah. I'll, I'll clearly notice, especially so when I'm going to go hiking with my daughter and we're going to be out in this beautiful wilderness and it's quiet, and you might just hear, you know, a snapping of a twig here and there, or just those, whatever those nature sounds are. I'm not going to be able to hear most of those because this squealing is going to be really over that. Um, so, so will
3: you, can you, you can white noise it out? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay. And that's why I sleep with that on. Right.
1: But, you know, when, if you really want to enjoy. Peace and quiet in nature. I'm never going to be able to experience
3: yeah. that again. Like the rustling whatsoever. of wind through the the trees. That's not something. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you where I really don't hear things is
1: in movies. Uh, and the first time I remember really noticing it—not uh, that I had tinnitus, but noticing the absence of of hearing this—was we were watching um, uh, the Mockingjay, uh, the Hunger oh, Games, uh, Games. Yeah. and the birds out in the woods. The the Mockingjays, yeah, would had this whistle that uh, that. She had learned, and it was whatever. Yeah, I couldn't hear it at all. Really, couldn't hear it at because all because it was right at the register Nothing. of your tone. Yeah, so oh. like whistling sometimes in movies and things like that, I can't hear it. Oh man, you know, I'll, I'll turn to my, I'll turn to Rochelle, and I'm like, "Can you hear that?" She'll be like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I, I don't hear it." I know they're making. I can see via the the visual cues that, that I should be hearing something, but I'm hearing nothing. So he had
3: it so bad that uh, it drove him to... I stuff. guess
1: it got mm. so bad that he couldn't take it anymore, and uh, I don't know how he went about
3: taking his own life. But... Have there been any uh, advances in this? I mean, I know that there, you talk about the, the, the ears, This the... Um... Commercial for uh, – Yeah, do, Salas. Yeah, that they're making some really good inroads.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's all uh, studies and, and yeah. things that need to be tested. And, uh, you know, I heard – that. <laughs> believe it or not, I heard there's this thing where they actually – they they uh, send electrical impulses through your tongue. Oh. Um, like Buckaroo
3: Banzai? Yeah, yeah, just like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: they, they zap your tongue somehow or another. Yeah. And it is supposed to uh, mitigate the effects for an extended amount of time, and I think they come back, and you have to go back for these treatments. But these are just being tested right okay. now, so nothing is solidified
3: yet. Mm. So interesting, but anyhow,
1: I was blown away. I did not know that there it, become, a- it can become so unbearable that it pushes it can push somebody to that kind of limit, uh, and that that uh, COVID was responsible for causing it to uh, to get so bad. Um, which man, you were telling me about your, your, your niece who has, she's had this severe migraine headache for over 40 days and is basically can't do anything or go anywhere. And I thought thought about this story, this guy, you know. There's some conditions that can push people to, you know, I don't want to deal with this anymore. It's a terrible thing to think about. I know.
3: I know. And if you can, honestly, and I know it's hard to say when you're not in the position and you're suffering something like this, I you know, it's easy for me to say, oh, you know, but when you're there and you feel you have no way out. But, again, as we always say, it is a it is a permanent solution to a problem that can, at least in this case, maybe something could have been done to tend to it, you know? Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. You feel
3: horrible. Yeah. Uh, but this guy is—he's the one who, who opened
1: the restaurant in 1993 in Clarksville, Indiana. Was his first restaurant, mm. and uh, there are now 610, 49 states, 10 countries that you can find Texas Roadhouse. But yeah, he, Do you know
3: uh, who suffered from tinnitus? Uh, Tony Randall. The uh, from, oh, yeah? yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he had he had bad tinnitus. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I think um, uh, Pete Townsend
1: not only has hearing loss, I think he has it as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Kate is calling in to say, yeah, they make hearing aids that can help filter it out, uh, that that can help fix the problem. Have you ever tried? No, and I'm overdue, dude. I need hearing So aids. my dad just
3: got, uh, my dad is 94. Yeah. And he just got these, um, you know, standard, like you can't, you can't even see them they fit in the ear and and now he's basically he's he's a, a metahuman i mean he can hear you know i mean it's unbelievable yeah my dad has them too steve yeah. and
5: it's funny when he does not have them in because it's yeah. it's night and day but when he has them and he can he can uh connect them to his phone yeah you know and and so sometimes you'll call he hasn't quite connected it right away and i'll just be like all right hang on hang on he's like then cyborg he, yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he turns it on and it's like having a conversation with my dad 20 years ago wow. but when they're not on uh, you're talking to a deaf person. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
2: my babysitter is deaf and she can only hear when she, um, turns her, her hearing. She has the implant.
3: Oh, the cochlear implant? The cochlear
2: implant. Yeah. 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 And so, um, like at night she, when she takes it out, she actually has to have an alarm clock that shakes her bed. Because, oh, no kidding. Yeah. So she, yeah, she can't hear at all. And she only has one of them. Uh, and she, she's, I guess, contemplating getting the second one in the other ear because it is like a contraption that kind of that sits on the back of her head or so, be, almost behind her
3: ear so rush limbo who passed away recently he had a, a a setup that was um that was basically like the the bone headphones where the the headphones would
11: sat
3: behind, sat behind the ears yeah like your your son looked, bone induction yeah, bone, right yep.
5: and uh those worked you know to to, to a certain extent that's pretty wild. Preston, how much does it affect your like day-to-day conversation? You know, like- Oh, a lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to worry about you guys because you guys project
1: when you speak. Yeah. I mean, we broadcast, so uh, except for Marissa when she comes in for work. Sometimes
5: <laughs> I don't hear her at all.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Well, what about... Um, um like with ma- like eric simon for example wears a mask a lot and <laughs> i know it's hard for you to hear him and understand him. eric's our oh, promotions man. director i well more so uh
3: high-pitched female voices like okay. my daughter
1: i have to have her repeat stuff constantly and i feel bad having to ask about it it's but... like
3: the commercial where the uh the old guy and his father are in right. the uh, in the garage right. i love you pop what, what'd you say yeah. i love you but and and then he says i heard you the first time uh... i just wanted to hear it again <laughs> well That's quick Screw it around. <laughs> uh, somebody
1: had texted in this, and I I was hesitant to say anything about it because I didn't know yeah. that this was common. But um, so, and I guess this yeah, this person has tennis too. When you open your mouth really wide, the pitch the the, the squealing gets really loud. Yeah. Really, yeah. So, so could, if I go oh. like that, yeah, go. Did to it be- go up? Yeah. Really. Yeah. If we
3: listen to your mouth, can we hear the ocean? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Casey, you want to get close? Okay. No. <laughs> um, like in uh, the evasion of the body snatchers. Like if you if you were to
1: hear a, if you were to have a squealing in your ears, you might go like this to try to stop it. Yes. you know what I mean, and that causes it to get worse. In my well, listen, these are things so. that
4: that you it's it, weird, it sucks. Man. Yeah, I when I ride my bike, I, the the one thing I hate is the wind in my ears you uh, are the wind uh, in and, my ears and so it gets annoying so when you're riding into the wind it gets really really loud but my cousin has tinnitus and it, it he, is, it a, is it an issue no he loves it he loves it because if for you know for those moments it gets rid of it he can't hear wow. the, the ringing in his ears yeah
3: is that interesting mm-hmm. huh
4: yeah.
1: Uh, so anyhow, the uh, yeah the uh, the founder CEO of uh, Texas Roadhouse is ten years so bad he took his own life. That's a terrible story. We need we can't end on it. No, we need story. a positive wow. story. We need about something nice. Human triumph against because all odds. We're gonna come back to the bizarre file in a moment. Human
3: triumph against all odds. Oh wow! Uh, right, you don't
1: have that, do you? I don't think I have. How about
3: something about a shed? One of the- <laughs> shed talks more shed, shed talk, talk. More, more. Shed, shed talk. talk. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, this is Stephen uh, Hawking. Right. Is that something I the best need to do? No, well, I mean what? it has What uh, is that? Just happens to have a connection. Does it have to do
4: with sheds? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I
1: I, I will mention this uh real shed quick. Talk. No, not Shed Talk. Uh and this is from oh my god, I forgot his name. OMG. Is it Ben? It is Ben. All
4: right,
1: yeah. Uh Ben, uh our friend heart Ramped. F- that's right, from the Eagles Autism Challenge. They have a fundraiser tonight at Texas Roadhouse. Oh! Oh, there you go. The Montgomeryville location is donating 10% of all bills tonight to the Eagles Autism Challenge from our friend Ben Hartnaft. Hart, Heart ramped. Yes, that is correct. So that is uh, tonight from 4 to 9 p.m. So that is something that I can mention. That's a positive. And that ties right into it. And that's against all odds. So there That is. Know. All
3: right. And uh, we didn't even mention a shed in
1: that. Uh, not one shed yeah. mentioned yeah. during that. All right. Listen, uh, that's good enough to end on. All right. We're yeah. going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We will have some bizarre files to share with you. Those are really good from the weekend as well. And don't forget, we're going to have the young man who plays the 15-year-old Dwayne Johnson on Young Rock. His name is Bradley Constant. We'll get him on in the 9 o'clock hour. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us.
11: WMMR.com, the website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All
1: at WMMR.com. All right, I've set aside some stories to share just
0: for you, so here we go.
9: WMMR
0: <laughs> presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. File. Brought to you
1: this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. Scheduled their full service program. You can get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. A video from a witness shows a moment an elephant charged a man and his two-year-old who got inside the exhibit at the San Diego Zoo. This is insane. Zoo officials said the man bypassed multiple barriers and purposely and illegally trespassed into a habitat that includes the zoo's Asian and African elephants. In the video, the man is seen holding the child while standing inside the exhibit while a crowd notices the elephant behind him. They start to yell as the elephant picks up its pace and charges toward the man, letting out a fierce roar. According to a witness, they said, you hear this woman yelling, Jose, stop, Jose, stop. And he jumps the fence, and then he goes through the elephant enclosure. Jose! And he's got his little girl with him, too. I don't know, had to be under two years old. Uh, The video shows the man start to run when he realizes the elephant is behind him. Police said he dropped the girl as he climbed to safety. He ducks under a fence, and his daughter ends up on the ground inches away from the riled elephant.
3: I mean, the thing could clearly oh. easily kill both of them. Unbelievable. Idiot.
2: The, uh, yes. I just a, looked, I watched the video. I was like, what a dumb and, person. And what is your point of doing it? Why? Getting Getting a picture? A picture. That's what they is said what he was, was? doing. Yeah. yeah. He was facing. Staking, he wanted to get closer to the Dear animal. God. Get that?
1: All kinds of people, man. Yeah. All kinds Uh, of people. With with his baby. Yeah.
2: And then drops the kid on the way out. Here, take the baby.
1: Uh, Police identified the man Saturday as 25-year-old Jose Manuel Navarrete, and he was booked into the San Diego Central Jail on suspicion of child cruelty. Navarrete and his daughter and the elephants were all unharmed, and the girl went home with her mother, by the way. And the girl was wearing a peanut onesie. Oh no! Yeah. So this is a tragic freak story. El Salvador's top surfer, who had been preparing for the sports Olympic debut this summer, was struck and killed by lightning during during a training oh, session. Oh, unbelievable! Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, Catherine Diaz was her name. The 22 year old had entered the water to start a training session on Friday near her home in El Tunco when she was struck by lightning emergency services tried to revive her on the beach but the attempts were unsuccessful. A sudden change in weather had caused those on the beach had caught those on the beach by surprise uh, the sky was clear and it was an unforeseen storm that did not seem to carry much electrical intensity wow. either yeah uh, the International surfing Association paid tribute to Diaz in a Facebook post uh, she was preparing for May's ISA world surf games in El Salvador which will act as a qualifier for the Tokyo Olympics. Just, I mean, an absolute freak accident. That's just horrible. Well, not a morning goes by that Lisa Angelo doesn't regret a cup of coffee she ordered on Christmas Eve. She said, I went to the Gaylord with an out-of-town guest so that we could go and take her children ice skating. It was a cinnamon dolce latte, she said. Sounds good. Yeah, it does, right? So Angelo didn't even stay at the hotel, but she ordered the coffee from the Marketplace convenience store inside. The next Monday, she received an alert from her bank, USAA, about an un- about insufficient funds fee. She said, I've never had an insufficient funds fee before. I'm very, very careful with what money is in there, how I pay my bills. Uh, at first, she thought her debit card must have been skimmed, and she goes. Then I realized that this is how much it was: <laughs> five thousand seven hundred and five dollars and seventy cents was the dollar amount put in twice. Five dollars and seventy cents, so it was five seventy five seventy, and that ends up being five thousand seven hundred five dollars and seventy cents. Uh, she said, "That's a trip to Paris, Cinnamon Dolce Latte." Uh, what she thought would be a simple refund is turned into more than two month nightmare of phone calls and emails with USAA and the Gaylord Rockies. One email shows the a Gaylord supervisor apologizing, writing, I'm sorry about this situation and hope to rectify it soon with your bank. Would you like a five thousand dollar muffin? The supervisor wrote that the accounting team had processed the refund on January twenty second, but her records show that USAA never received that refund, and while the bank initially credited her account for the uh five thousand plus They took the money back out of her account last week. Uh, It wasn't until a local TV station, which she contacted, started poking around. And then she received a response from USAA. It said, within a couple of hours uh, from you contacting them, I received money back into my account as a provisional credit. So I'm actually back into the black. Where I can pay my bills, so it was a
3: coffee. Was there at any point the idea that perhaps there was a coffee on the menu that cost $5,000? Maybe that's where <laughs> yeah, the yeah, confusion yeah. was, you know? Well, you need to prove to us that there's not a $5,000 cup of coffee there. Wow.
1: <laughs> a man charged with beating to death a New Jersey resident says he uh, says sexually abused him as a child now claims oh, he has killed a total of 16 people including his ex-wife and three others found dead near a New Mexico airport oh wait this
2: is the guy who did the the multiple murders and they were they found him like in Michigan or something or in New Jersey or they found it he's from New Jersey right
1: yeah but New Mexico is where the murders took place. yeah so
3: he killed these people in in New Mexico but and said he'd killed somebody here in New Jersey well because... yeah so it's it's a little
1: Complex. I had a
2: story in news last week. It was uh, pretty bizarre. So,
1: Sean Lannon is his name. Yeah. said he killed the four whose remains were found in a vehicle and 11 other individuals in New Mexico. Oh, my God. Lannon has confessed to luring several victims to a home in New Mexico and dismembering some of them. Authorities said in court documents that Lannon made the admission in a phone call to a relative who told investigators he expressed remorse. Lannon has been charged only with the death of of the death in New Jersey, and his lawyers say his client was provoked. He has been named a person of interest in the four New Mexico slayings. Authorities have no indication that his claims about 11 other killings are true, and they aren't aware of any missing person or homicide reports that would fit his narrative. So, so he's padding
3: of, his resume. Well, yeah, yeah, as
1: of now, they don't know if he's telling the truth or not. But I
3: don't know uh, if we believe this. Right.
1: <laughs> Uh, the case began in March, uh, March 5th, I'm sorry, when the bodies of Lannan's ex-wife and three other people were found in a vehicle in a parking garage at Albuquerque International Sunport, New Mexico's largest airport. Did you, was that what you had reported on, Kathy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It's when, not- they,
2: when they were looking for him, it was before they apprehended okay. him.
1: Yeah, they found him, and now he says he killed 11 other people.
2: That's crazy. Uh,
1: it's not clear how they were killed. Police say three of them were reported missing in January.
3: Very weird uh. story, man. A lot of times you'll have these guys who are serial killers or people that just kill a couple of people who start tagging on, yeah, yeah I killed that person too. Yeah. And, it's- and sometimes they uh, try to use it for leverage.
2: Yeah, by like,
1: saying there's these other right, people. Right, and I'm going to help you. Yeah, you've you got you to work with
3: me. If you work with me on the deal, it's kind of weird. The guy, Henry Lee Lucas, who was a serial killer, they he claimed to have killed 150 wow. people and whatever, and, and a, lot, a lot of it turned out to be crap.
1: All right, that is what I have in the B out for you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget a little bit later on, the young man who plays a 15-year-old Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Bradley Constant, will be joining us. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment.
6: Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
8: Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you download the acme app or visit acmemarkets.com
3: to sign up and save acme fresh foods local flavors and the official supermarket of mmr's preston and steve show
7: Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long-stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I saw this uh, Reddit thread, which might spark some conversation. Feel free to chime in if you want to, but it's it's based on ridiculous things that people will brag about, and you just don't understand why it's something that they would.
3: Yeah, something they they brag about. They feel will impress you, perhaps, or that they just brag about for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, and I,
1: I have an example to kick this off, and I haven't heard too many people bragging about weird things lately because we haven't had as much, you know, human interaction with people lately. But, um, I remember one guy, uh, it was in our neighborhood and, uh, we were at, at, at a gathering, and this guy was going on and on about how he could out drink younger people than him
2: oh i that yeah that i bet you that happens a
1: lot yeah and i was drink
3: you under the table drink you under
1: the table and specifically younger people because this guy was older than me he was uh i couldn't tell you how old but he was you know probably in his late 60s or something like that and and he was just going Yeah, and we had this christmas party and you know (laughs) i drank them all night long till they were all done and i still kept on drinking and i'm like congratulations um
3: i, I, I don't no, know you don't that. understand i have the neighborhood kids over to my basement and i drink those no oh, they're so young and vital and i just wipe them out i i don't i don't
1: <laughs> understand but you know it was his thing and yeah and that's on this list it was people who brag about how much alcohol they can drink or about the amount of weed they can smoke <laughs>
5: I'm um, the opposite I, oh, at this point. I'm like, oh, man, I, I can only have a couple of beers, or right. you know, I, I can't smoke weed like that. I like I used to. You know, it's just I, I'm when when older people brag about stuff like that. To me, it's uh, pathetic. Well, mm-hmm. well, you know, though,
3: unless they're getting some sort of grant,
5: you know, yeah, I guess we oh, may right. not be, right. yeah, Government yeah, There's some
3: sort of a, a company that's um, you know supplementing their income for yeah. you know every time they're able to drink younger people under the table. Yeah. Uh, I think that's. For many, that's uh, people who are party people when they were younger. That's sort of holding on to youth. Holding yes, on to youth. That's, I, yes, I, I never exactly. lost that. I'm still as good as I was. And if that makes you feel happy that you, you're um, able to, to remain a vital alcoholic, then that's cool. I know I guess-
2: somebody who would bra- brag about how poorly he treated his wife.
4: No.
3: What? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm.
2: What? Yep. to a group of people. How did these
4: brags, uh,
3: how would they manifest? not
2: coming home until, you know, all hours of the morning or, you know, getting up and, and, you know, not doing anything and she can take care of it all. But like, but it was a a bragging, like that he could could do that and get away with it and she would have to do it. In
3: other words, was he trying to establish that he was, he was such a catch that she put up with it because it was worth worth having
1: him. Or that he's the alpha male. He's in charge. Yes,
3: and
4: that. nobody tells me what to do. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, come on. Uh, hey, I'm a hey, I'm abusive.
4: Uh, Press. I think you and I were talking to somebody who was bragging about how they had never changed their child's diaper, and oh, I was yeah, like,
2: I remember that. I
4: don't remember who it was, but I know specifically yeah, like, never about. Once, yeah, no, or I or never. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, and I thought, wow, like you're a terrible father. <laughs> yeah, no. I there was a
1: guy that I was friends with, and I think it was a different conversation who. His dad, in front of him and their kids, would would always say, you know, yep, I never change your diaper. Not one. Not huh, one of them. Yeah. And I remember one time, he, like, he, his son finished his sentence before he even said it. And I, never once, I know, Dad, you never change our diaper thing. And I'm like, that is not that's saying to your child you don't love really them enough i wasn't a dad. <laughs> uh to do what is necessary of being a parent
3: and yet you brag about this i don't now there's there's a case i guess that could be made that he the love manifested another way but i but i don't um i don't know what my dad you know was in World War II and all that so he changed our diapers. I don't I mean then so you can't even say it's up a time. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make you like yeah.
2: tough because you didn't change yeah. your kids' I mean, crap diaper. Say, I
3: mean, that's part of the deal. Yeah. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I don't
4: understand it either. So here
1: here's some examples, and feel free if you know somebody who brags, two one five two six three wmmr for bizarre reasons. Here, here's somebody texting and says people brag about getting COVID and not having bad symptoms. Oh, I've, yes.
2: I've heard that. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: Okay. And they'll brag about it. Yeah, okay.
5: they're like, "Oh, it didn't affect me that bad, you know." Uh, you know I like, must
2: be tough. I I'm heard tougher. From somebody. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the
5: rest of you all are pussies. Here's
1: another one says, "I can't stand when people brag about having the best voice at a karaoke bar. It's a dive with two dollar Miller Lights and mozzarella sticks, <laughs> not American freaking Idol. That's true." This person says,
3: "Do you remember the kids in the whole routine about the guy who was the uh, the the karaoke king? No, it was it was great. It was exactly no. that. It was oh, like no. that was his everything." <laughs> Uh, here's some examples that I see on this list. Uh, this one says,
1: uh, uh, people who brag about how little time they have, meaning that they're just busy constantly and they never have time for doing anything else. Yeah.
3: Well, that, that so <clears throat> to me, I, I, I think when I see somebody racing down the street, um, and, and it, this is, it, it's not exactly this, but I'm like, how, impo- where, where do you have to get to? Oh,
2: see, I yeah. wouldn't, I, I wouldn't brag. I, I get annoyed. I don't have enough time. <laughs> right, see,
3: I right, want more. right, I want more
1: time. Here's another one. It says people who brag about not taking their vacation days. Yeah, you're missing out. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You're, you're sorry. That's just stupid to me. <laughs> that's why um, right, they're you, there. You, you get paid to have the day off, and yet you work for free. Maybe uh, just take not
3: bragging. Maybe just not take your vacation days, and don't brag about it. Just make that your little thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. On or, the inside, yeah, right yeah, there?
3: Yeah. Little, I'm very happy with myself. Yeah. All right, let me go to. Uh, I have
1: Christina. Good morning, Christina.
2: Good morning.
1: Hi. So, All right.
11: Yeah. I actually saw a friend the other day that I haven't seen since high school, and they were bragging about prison time they did for going for robbing a Seven <laughs> <No>. Eleven.
3: <laughs> they were bragging about doing, were doing prison time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how so did they? How to be proud of? Christina, how were they? How, Christina, how were they bragging? What were they saying? You know, uh, uh, give us some uh, spi- a flavor of what they were saying.
11: So we are with another friend who also did time at one point, and he's like, "Oh, well, I did more time. I did this much time. It was so I did this time. I have to explain it. It was it was like a play park there. I did nothing. I just sat there the whole time." I'm wow. sorry, I,
3: I've observed a lot. No, I, I've heard that that is the case. Yeah. Like in other words, there there is a sort of pecking order in prisons uh, where what what yeah. got you in there. The one thing that you, they they don't like are obviously um, child predators. Uh, that that'll get you in trouble, but. Yeah, doing time, what you did it for, all of that stuff is sort of a badge of honor.
8: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Kind of well, weird. don't
8: understand. It's like
2: you're, you're happy you got caught. Like, what are you bragging
3: about? <laughs> exactly. If you were exactly. so good, you wouldn't have
2: got
1: caught. All right. Thanks, Christina.
2: I know somebody who brags about, and again, this is not all women. I'm talking about someone specific, <laughs> but uh, how long it took in childbirth and that- uh, oh really? Yeah, so like like hers was the hardest and she got through it. Yours wasn't that difficult right, because right. hers was longer and you know she yeah
1: <laughs> and it's so annoying uh-huh i know what you're talking about here's a text that says hey man President steve are always bragging about their fancy sleep number beds Ooh, wow. oh.
3: eight, five, steve's 90 la dee da you know it still kills me too when people come over and they'll go oh you do have a sleep number bed i'm like why
8: would i why would i create that fiction you're
5: bragging
1: yeah uh let me go to dave good
8: morning dave hey uh can you speed this up i'm working here um
4: (laughs) can you speed this up i'm
8: working i'm sorry to bother you
4: at work dave
1: what's up
8: bud that's all right it's it's acceptable (laughs) uh, i have a this is also kind of jealousy i have a neighbor who does not shut up about how perfect their lawn looks now if i had a perfect lawn i brag, too, but it's annoying because I Yeah, play.
4: me, too. I, I would know, totally brag about a perfect lawn. Yeah. I- I- I'm about <laughs> to be that guy. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. yeah natural yeah. lawn. Yeah, absolutely.
8: Yeah. The center point and focal point of his lawn is a shed.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, really?
3: Case. <laughs> that's yeah. it, man. Yeah. Use it as an accent. Thanks, so, Dave. Yeah.
4: Especially, like, if you're the one who is the person who maintains <laughs> the lawn. Yes. Like, listen, if you have a landscaper, and I don't begrudge anybody who uses no. a landscaper, you don't have a right to brag about your lawn, but oh, if you if you cut it yourself, <laughs> you, listen. That's how you do it. So you throw yeah, down, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely. You, you, you keep the lines uh, the the right way. Yeah, and you, you you try different things. It's all part of the deal. And then you got to edge properly. Yes. Oh yeah.
4: Yeah. Where's it's, the it's, shed going to go? You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. I just know because I cut my lawn, and you know, at the end of it, I like. For the rest of the day, I'll, like, look out the window. Look at that. (laughs) Look look at the lines from the second floor. Hang on. There's a difference between bragging yes and pride yeah being right. proud of what no no said. no right, right, right. i don't brag about it but i understand he like gets up on brags. the roof yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen <laughs>
3: please gaze upon my lawn the line so even yeah i'm sure you'll be impressed
4: last year i cut the lawn i spent a lot of time and then uh my son was coming out of the bedroom and he saw the lawn yeah. from the the hallway he was looking out the yeah. window and he goes, Yo, Dad, Long looks great, man. And I like cried a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
9: <laughs> <laughs> you got tears. They noticed. I love your son. I love you so, know, love love so much. much.
8: That's my boy.
3: I know I don't say a lot of good things about you, Dad, but <laughs> <laughs> you really cut straight lines. Uh, <laughs> really? Now now are you gonna
4: show him the way? Um
1: uh, I want you
3: to show me the way.
4: Um maybe. Uh, I I am um, I'm actually enjoying it right He's now. He's got other yeah. challenges
2: with that kid. They're, He's got to yeah. explain last night's <laughs> conversation. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs> we will
4: get we'll to that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. You should have seen the look on his face.
2: Jesus.
1: Jeff. I'm going to go hey. to
2: I need I'm, to go to
8: church.
1: I'm going to go to Heather. Hi Heather, good morning.
8: Big brown walomola nipples. <laughs> are gone by all sorts of pibbles.
3: <laughs> Hi Heather, what's up? <laughs>
11: The one thing I can never understand is when I hear from other women, um, oh, I don't wear makeup. I don't have to wear makeup. I don't need to wear makeup.
8: Honey, relax. You need makeup. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Seriously. There are a lot of women who are clearly wearing makeup that I've heard brag about not wearing makeup. Really? Yes. Yes yeah uh, so uh, and that kathy, you ever hear that from people that the, the bragging about not having to wear makeup oh, I don't wear
2: makeup look <laughs> at me <laughs> uh no, I don't think so I think that's a, that's an age thing like yeah. the younger girls who don't necessarily have to wear makeup to cover up wrinkles or right. lines or or whatever Bullet it is wounds. I don't know about bragging, but I I'm envious of those <laughs> young women who don't have to wear makeup for sure
1: right right yeah, but I could I guess uh, yeah if you uh if you don't and you brag about it, I don't wear makeup. Yeah, yeah right. this is all natural. Neither do yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. You know
3: it, but Steve, you don't go around bragging, spouting off. About I know it, that's so. it. It's the difference. It's keeping it to yourself yep. and just being humble.
2: I don't brag about it, but I don't put makeup on when I leave here. Like if there is, rarely will I, <laughs> I put makeup on outside of coming here. But
3: um, you got to see the setup in the office. It's like it's yeah. like it's it's unbelievable. Yep. It's like military grade makeup application setup. It's
2: one mirror. It's by astonishing. The way. It's, a mirror. it's an array of
3: mirrors. <laughs> it's a robot. It's like a barber's chair. No, no, it's 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 an adorable little makeup area. I'm gonna go to Laura. Laura, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks.
1: Gadzooks, Laura, what's up?
11: So my son used to have a friend that we took on vacation with us, and on this vacation we learned that he would brag about anything. To the point where we called him one-up, because he would always try to one-up
4: everyone. Oh, I hate that. I hate that personality. I hate that personality way more than you do. (laughs) I
5: could smell that. I could smell that a mile away, man. I knew it.
11: The best, though, he claimed that his dad could ride the Appalachian bike trail without
3: stopping. Without, Without stopping. stopping. Oh, like, Interesting. Yeah. How many
1: miles is that? the
11: whole trail. Didn't <laughs> stop. Yeah. Took him 20 hours.
3: You know, it's yeah. the, you remind me of the Kristen Wiig character on SNL that always uh, always ups. Uh-huh. It's, it, that's her whole character is yeah. that she would up the ante on that. Oh. But I, I agree well, that you know there's... What, but
2: I, listen, you. I, I will brag about my dad who bikes from Pennsylvania to Montauk, New York every year at but 75 years old. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, to yeah. me, that's an accomplishment. I, I will brag about that.
3: Well, years ago, you know, my, my my push-up thing that I did, you know, I did uh, uh, a
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, and, and and I also I add on to that the other part of that story, which was I almost died, <laughs> that
9: you yeah, uh,
3: yeah move? that I almost <laughs> couldn't move. So so uh, um, uh, but uh, yes, so I can understand the point of pride, but I think you're when you make fanciful claims. There's a difference between a deranged claim and you know just just a Something bizarre that, thing that you possibly have done that you're just proud
1: of. Well,
2: and same thing like Preston yeah. said. There's a difference between yeah. that and being proud. Right. Here's
1: a stat of how long it takes uh, to bike the Appalachian Trail. It says it will take an ordinary human three months. <laughs> To complete, but unlike any other trans- transnational trail in North America, in North America, it won't be squeezed by cars as you ride from border to border. It's a remote trail.
5: You ever guys? Uh, you guys ever hang out with dudes who bragged about uh, women? Yes, in an aggressive yeah. way. And, and sure, I, I, there was a guy that used to work here. This is years ago, before you guys even uh, came to the station. He worked in the promo crew, and he would just talk about all, all of these women that he slept with. And listen, I'm not the world's most handsome man, but this dude was hideous. And I just, I look at him and I'm like, you're lying. That's not true. Everything <laughs> you're saying is is untrue. And I think maybe he just, he felt so insecure that he but had. But isn't yeah. that an
3: old sort of, that, that's such a,
5: that's but almost was, stereotypical of, of the, uh, you know, oh, you can't
3: believe the amount of women I bet. You know, you're right. I cannot believe. Yes. I, <laughs> I don't yeah. believe any of it. Yeah. yeah I don't <laughs> believe it at all. Yeah. Nothing you say has any verisimilitude to it. Uh, let me go next to, I'll bet
1: this is a common one. I'm going to go to Dean. Hi, Dean. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good Good morning,
8: it. Dean. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much. I hate, um, my buddy always brags. He's 40 years old. He's always bragging about how many likes he gets on Facebook or (laughs) comments. I don't understand.
3: Well, that, you're talking about something that is a, a relatively five, six, seven year old, maybe 8-year-old phenomenon which right. is that that thing about how many followers and how many likes and exactly. in, in, in an age of influencers uh, uh Dean that's that's a big thing you know when Very you have funny. something that nails and, and and people go like into clinical depression if they put up something they're sure is going to get a lot of response <laughs> yeah. and it gets no. nothing it's yeah. like right right oh my god
8: <laughs> you ever much. do you ever call them out on it Dean uh, a few times i'll i'll ask them, like hey how can you only you'll make a post maybe once or twice a week but it has to be something relatively where someone is going to reply and then they say something back and they, they start up a conversation on facebook right and i just i just don't understand it i'm like just keep i don't know move on, <laughs> just
1: right, move along right.
3: i know all right time's are wasted
1: you're burning daylight appreciate it let me give you a couple of more on here and feel free to jump in 215-263-WMMR uh somebody here uh on this thread wrote uh, people who brag about how little sleep they get uh, I guess on a regular basis. I don't know. I'm embarrassed by how or, little I get. Uh, let's see here. Here's another one. It says uh, being an a-hole. I never understood the appeal of being a self-proclaimed a-hole. I
3: don't. I don't that brag about like... being an. A- I brag about having an a-hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know <laughs> oh what God. I have? An <laughs> a-hole. <butthole. laughs> yeah, I have a butthole. <laughs> butthole, and it works like a charm.
1: <laughs> uh, but Kath, it's almost like uh, the guy you're talking about that's a jerk to his wife. Yeah. And
3: oh, and brags about that. Yeah.
9: What? Yeah,
3: You guys bragging about the uh, uh, turds.
4: Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Casey, nice tapered tip. It was, I mean, when yeah, it's, I when would it's have three to... foot long, like, you kind of have to brag about when that. it. When it has the power of speech, <laughs> no, it's worth, yeah. <laughs> uh This
1: person Daddy. says, this person says the I don't know anything about computers people
3: and the I never read people. Oh, that go, that's right in line with I don't watch TV. Right. I yeah. don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't watch TV.
4: Yeah. You, really? Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Cause it is awesome.
1: <laughs> now this one's interesting. It says, now this is, this is kind of a twist on this because this person's uh, post is about what someone thought that the other person was bragging about, but they weren't really. He says, I had a coworker who thought I was flexing on them by using chopsticks. <laughs> Oh, showing Wait, off? Yeah, really? showing off by using wow. chopsticks. Okay. I know how to eat sushi, so <laughs> <laughs> you must be impressed. Uh, you
3: know, there's, there's like an entire country, a couple of countries that will use <laughs> yeah, this as their main exclusively right. utensil. Uh, mm-hmm. Are they flexing when they do that? Mm.
1: Uh, let's go next to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, bitches!
8: Hey, hey, what? What's up, Kevin? Right, what's going on? I have a one that you, you guys might have something like this too. You know, you get these people that wear shorts all year round.
3: That's me this year, I,
8: Kevin. I'm I, 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 fine. I, you wear what you wear. That's fine. but to brag about it, just
3: yeah, I don't brag about it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed.
8: Yeah, but there one are guy people... The walks in, in in shorts. He's looking around to make sure people are looking at him. He goes, it's not even cold out. I said, who said it was cold? He said, well, everyone's in pants. I said, well, it's January, man. No one cares what the hell you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if, as if that's as if that's going to convince you
3: that you're warm.
8: <laughs> All right, guys. Have All right, see ya.
3: No, he's right.
1: There, there are people... I, you, you've started wearing cold yeah. weather shorts, but you don't proclaim
3: to wear shorts... Year-round, like, yeah. never.
8: Oh, it's not cold out.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm just physically, like, I'll say, like, I if I have a, I'll wear a coat, but I'll wear, like, when I'm hiking, I'll wear, I'll wear shorts. But I don't say, I don't try to convince you all that you're reacting poorly to winter because because you're wearing e- <laughs> yeah. extra clothes. Okay, this is twisted,
1: and I don't know if I believe this or not, but okay. somebody says bragging about how many abortions they've had. No! I don't no. I, I gotta believe that that's not true. I hope not. I would hope
3: not, right? Unless well, just... I think if you get the card punch, 10 of them, you get the 11th free. You get the 11th one free?
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see here. I will go next to Rob. Hey, Rob, good morning.
10: Good morning, guys. I'm so sorry to bother you at work. Uh, it's okay.
1: We'll let it pass. What's up, man? Uh, Thanks. Thank you.
10: So my father works at a local music venue um, as security. And whenever a song comes on from a musician that's been at the theater, he always likes to humble brag, jokingly, of course. Yeah. So he, it's something like the Hooters pops up on you know on, on your guys' station, he'll be his eyes will light up and he go he'll like look at me and I'll just like he'll just nod at me and smile. I go yeah 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 we know we know <laughs> <You> right know. <laughs> right you've heard it
1: enough <laughs> yeah.
10: it's, like, it's, it's it's cool, it's cool. You're ruining my favorite song now. Stop it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> the humble brag is,
3: Thanks, one, is one that is, is a, um, like,
5: there are overt brags, uh, but the humble brag, I think, is even more annoying. Well, I find myself doing it because of experiences on this show, and right. it's not intentional, but, right. like, w- we have access to some cool stories from yeah. time to time. And, you know, so, like, a movie will come on with John Travolta, and I'm like, oh, I... I want to, yeah forget I about tell the story I, no,
1: I'm, I'm with you I you know the,
5: I'm the same way if and I don't and, want to sound like that jerk that met John Travolta but I like exactly. I think it's neat that I met John Travolta you know yeah and
1: I and I I will hold back on stories about I have because I'll yeah. say because the the natural
5: Responses. oh we had them on the show or, right. or they came by and we spent time with them you know yes yeah, he told such great stories and you want to share that but you don't want to be the guy who's humble bragging
1: about right. it, right or yeah coming off as if you're you're yeah yes we know preston you've yeah, met right. everyone so i'll start to go
5: into that and i'll catch
3: myself preston and, and i'll brag about my abortions uh, <laughs> just to deflect
1: uh no somebody texted in and said they they weren't kidding about that that abortion thing that's okay. insane huh. that what? is i've never heard of that uh yeah, in fact, a number of texts are coming in. No. Wow, that's pretty twisted. <laughs> okay, uh, on this list also is people bragging about how they're not into whatever is popular, and that somehow that yeah. makes them better.
3: Yes, they're, they're they're they don't go for pop culture things. They they operate on a higher level. That they're, uh, I i i you know it, that would be akin to the not watching. I don't I don't watch television. I I right. read. I I, uh, I, I
1: I may have been that way in the past. Um, you know about things that were really, really popular and going. No, nah, that's that sucks. Yeah, you know, as opposed to just understanding that it, I'm not into that. You yeah, know? and and it's okay that everybody else is
3: into it, and I'm not. Yeah, it's not it's not an indictment of you. Yeah, yeah. But that I mean, was me just being, I guess, defensive. Well, that's know. why look at you. You're wearing your Mumford and Son shirt today. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah.
1: I do. I'm not. I'm wearing a Neil deGrasse Tyson shirt. Yeah, are you really? Yes, I am. Oh. Uh, here's another one. That says how many people they've slept with. I've never understood why it's competition. Yep, we covered that. Oh. Um, and those I'm, are, I'm impressed by it though. <laughs> by how many people? Yeah, some people bit, have well, slept because with.
4: my number is not that impressive. So when I hear, I'm like, Well, yeah, I'm really, really, you know? Then, then you have
3: to ask how many were paid for. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a certain. Would know, those count? Yes, I guess they if you would did, if you
2: slept with them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you
3: sleeping? Or you know, if someone leaves and you you they pick up the money on the bureau. <laughs> have you can you say you slept with them right i, I don't think that. well who knows better I, than i should I not, not have no to worry bit. about that
4: I, yeah. I don't i wouldn't count it pain doesn't no. count what's that pain doesn't count pain doesn't count Pain doesn't wait, count. Wait, hold no. on yes pain don't d- hurt. if your thing well, no if, if your, your bragging the other there, thing it right Listen. if your thing goes in there stop being so medical when you talk about this <laughs> i think if you're bragging about the number and let's say your number is 100 but you've paid for 50 <laughs> your number's 50 Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think no,
1: that's you're right.
2: Wrong.
1: Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, Kathy's wrong. Kathy's I, I love that she's taking the other
3: side. of I that. think okay. if you've had an actual.
2: Because I don't see it as bragging. I see it as I need to know because if it's 50, I'm out.
3: You know what I mean. What's your cutoff? Twenty five?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Like if you're if you're that uh, fifty,
1: full uh, <laughs> kinds of germs. I remember one time. I, I had mean, it. Steve. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, well, of course,
2: thinking of STDs it's, 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 at that point. Well, that's it. Yeah, it I could be you're
1: dealing with an issue in the in the 1990s, and it was it was the height of the AIDS crisis. Yeah. I remember a gal asking me, so how many have you been with? And I'm like, ooh, this is a test. Yeah, yeah. A test. And Am I, I lied. Pass? Oh, oh my God, did I lie? I lied on the low end like nobody's <laughs> business.
3: Wow. I yeah. just escaped huh. an homage community. I'm, it's my first day out on Rum Springer. <laughs> Would you be my first? What? <laughs> uh, let me go to some other people
1: bragging about things that you don't understand why they brag. I'm going to go to Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, good morning.
9: Hey,
10: what's
1: up, guys? Yo, bud. What's your story?
10: So I know a guy, and it drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, And he borderline puts you down if you use like canned tomato
1: sauce or you use
10: packets of seasoning. Like he homemade everything, and he's like, it it absolutely drives me insane.
1: So he will turn his nose up if you mention that you've used some kind of pre-made ingredient.
10: Yeah, if I if I come. we work late, and I come home and make spaghetti. And I'm like, oh man, I was so tired. I just you know opened up a can. Right there was like, dude, I homemade everything. I have jars in the freezer. I'm like, dude, I, like who
9: cares? Well, then <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, you yeah. undercut him and
3: say, yeah, but do you grow all your own produce? Uh, that's what I do, and just just keep just yeah. keep getting more basic, because that's yeah. But that, that's annoying <laughs> nice as bite. hell.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's a text that says Steve might understand, but people who brag about how good they are at video games. Like their kill slash death ratio, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially if they're twenty five years old or above.
3: <laughs> I said, I remember, I it was modern warfare. I jumped on the uh, free for all, and present I was playing. I actually had the sound up, and and I was playing against kids. I fully expected them to decimate me, yeah, and I wiped them out. And uh, and you could hear them going; they were having full blown meltdowns, yeah, you know, because it's it, that is you know Casey with Fortnite and everything. That's Wow. That's, that's almost a, that's the way you're judged by society. Yeah, well and Steve's so, bragging. Steve's bragging right yeah. now. <laughs> you better believe
4: it. But I, I'm impressed by it because I watched my son play and I'm like, I can't my brain can't even comprehend what's happening on the screen right now, and you're doing it with your hands. Yeah. And and so he'll show me uh, clips that he saved of people he's no-scoped, and uh, he'll go, yo, dad, check this out. There's
3: just so much cheating that goes on now with the bots and stuff like that. that. It's like I don't even, it it means nothing.
1: Okay, here's one. This is is a little bit touchy because I kind of understand it, but then again, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) How great your kids are at sports.
2: Oh, my God. Oh my, oh my God. God!
1: Oh my God! Stop it! Wait, please, and, God, stop it!
2: And the younger they are, uh, yes. Like, oh well, he's only this age, and uh,
1: and he should be playing with he's the play- yeah, he's, he's, he's varsity. Well, know, he's whatever. playing
2: up. Yeah, he's he, that's what. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's playing up.
3: I mean, he's only eight, but he should be in the NFL. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's how good he is.
2: Preston, I just I I just sit there and I not. Uh-huh.
3: I know uh-huh. I'm the same way. I've Meanwhile,
2: had... I'm thinking to myself,
3: hmm, I was right. over with he's Kathy. We spent New Year's Eve one time with the parents, and they're wonderful people, and they, they are wonderful, wonderful people, and they but they indulge their they indulge their kids so much, and they kept, we're going to put on a play, we're going to put on a play, we're going to put on a play, and we're like, we're trying to, you know, like the, the adults are trying to have a conversation, we haven't seen these people in a while, okay, they put on the play, what'd you think? And I said, I don't think it was that good. <laughs> Did you say that? I think the performances weren't what they should have been. The second act fell apart. And I started, and they're they're looking at me like, because if you're going, okay, if now you really want me to judge, if it's this important where it's intruded upon, I'm going to give you an actual critique.
1: Uh, But going back to the sports thing, Mm -hmm. Kathy, I remember that from back, I mean, like grade school, like third you know second third grade being well, at yeah at a, at a birthday party and hearing this mother not shut up about how good her son was at soccer and i'm like okay give it a rest well, we have heard enough
2: and, and I, it, i'm in it now that's that's where we are with sports and yeah. um at, i mean really honestly at that age second and third grade maybe they are amazing but it might not be the same when they are. You know what I mean? Like, agreed. As they get older, like just. I relax. understand Let being the proud. Play and enjoy.
3: Like you're you're, you're proud of Jay's snowboarding ability. One hundred percent. And, that, right? and that, I understand being proud. And then there's a point at which you are you be you know you need to be a little like like ratchet back, and you do, and like everyone does at a certain point, like you're, like.
2: But here, wait, here's the difference, though. Yeah. So I am very proud of Jace's snowboarding ability, but I would never speak to somebody else whose kid also snowboards right. and talk about how amazing exactly. Jace is as yeah. if their kid isn't, because that's what these parents that's do. Right. They yeah. talk to you as right. if their kid is better than yours. I've never seen your kid snowboard. I don't know if he's better or worse or the same. I don't know. I'm just telling you. He's always you.
3: seemed kind of stupid. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So if he could snowboard like Chase, yeah, yeah. that would be I mean that he's
3: really fighting an uphill battle cuz he always seemed like kind of a deadhead. Uh, I've I've also known the parents that
1: that have the 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 perfect child, the golden child, yeah. meaning great in athletics, great in academics, uh, you know, uh, Doesn't valedictorian, like that, huh? I mean every single thing and it's all they talk about. And I'm just like, man, okay, look. Yes, you want me admitted now, my kids aren't as good as yours is. Do you hear are we clear now? Well, Preston. We
3: all
8: we all on the same page. You. Good.
3: Got up.
2: Shut up. Don't you take
3: comfort to that in about ten or fifteen years they'll say, and look at his manifesto. He stayed in the lines. On sides. You're right. Yeah.
2: You're
3: right. Look oh. at his penmanship in the manifesto.
2: I got. It. Yeah, I have one of those too. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. They're they are just amazing a... at everything they do in life. And be...
1: I understand kids are a huge sense of pride. Absolutely. Most definitely. And there... but when you've got the golden child,
3: you don't need to. You don't need to lord it over also, everyone else. Also, humility. they're not
8: the golden. Child
3: humility and, and being humble and, yes. and, and understanding how your stuff can land on other people, you know, where they go, Oh my God. You know, it's, it's like in, in, a, um, uh, the Ron Howard film, with the, uh, parenthood. Yeah. With the, the, the kids, the uh, Rick Moranis goes in and the one kid's running with a bucket on his head against the wall.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: and, you
3: know, he, he likes to <laughs> do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, must, you must be so proud. <laughs> right, right.
1: You must be very proud.
2: Well, and Preston, oftentimes they're not the golden child. Yeah, they're currently on the park choking another kid. Right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the things they don't know yeah. behind the scenes that are going on.
2: Uh, let me go to
1: Roger next. Hey, Roger. Good morning.
10: Hey, good morning, uh, Preston. Uh, bear with me. I'm a first time caller, so bear with me as I try to describe this for right. you. Well. Okay. All right. It. I get really. I um. Okay, when when okay when when someone's talking about music and you're having a conversation with somebody and you tell them you're in the Zeppelin or the Beatles or Rush and, and they'll say, oh, oh, no, I don't like that because it's it's a hit. In other words, people who say that anything is a hit is bad. Like, for instance, honestly, radio does this. Like, I remember when. I remember when college radio was all over the police and U two and everything like that. Yep. It was cool to play them, but then as soon as they got popular, yep. it was like as soon as they like went to mainstream radio, like MMR and other stations, like oh no, it's no good anymore. Yeah, We're- Roger, it's, it's
1: the, the indie music fan. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. And, yep.
10: And, and don't get and listen. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there isn't any good obscure music, but to be honest with you, sometimes the reason it's obscure. It's because it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot of times that's the case. And not, and not everything that's a hit is bad. Now, there are some things that are a hit that are you know, that are bad for whatever reason. But just because something is a hit doesn't mean it's bad. And just because it's obscure, it doesn't mean it's great.
3: Yeah. and Most people, listen, there, there are some people who really proselytize the message about their their favorite band or their music. And I get it, being passionate about it. But sometimes they'll do it in a way that is so exclusionary, you know, to what your taste might be. And I never find myself in conversations like that because I simply don't, if someone is that, yeah. that committed, I'm like, Hey, God Not bless. Anymore. That's your deal. It doesn't matter.
1: Well, yeah, so. I stopped doing that a while
8: ago. Thanks a lot. Fella. All right, Roger, yeah. Thanks
4: for the call, man. We appreciate uh, you coming in, buddy. Just because a band can jam out a song to 30 minutes, doesn't make that version of that song that great. And so that's like, as a fish fan, yeah. I hear people do oh, I'm all oh, dude. They they uh they put they made a long, long boy thirty five minutes. I'm like okay, but of those thirty five minutes, what was actually worth a damn? Yeah, five minutes. Okay, well then make it a five minute song. You right. don't need to necessarily. I get it.
1: Yeah, yep. uh, people pick their thing to brag about. Apparently, is the is the case. So. And I guess we
4: all do it at some level yeah, for some yeah. things.
1: Yeah. Let me. All right, hang on. Uh, Lisa's been on hold for a long time. I know we did this earlier, but I'll go back to her because she's been holding for so long. Hi, Lisa
11: good morning it bitches good morning it
1: bitch what's up
11: so speaking of bitches i have a friend
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice segue
11: (laughs) she is um one of those people who we're going to be 40 soon yeah and she chooses to hang out with individuals in their early like late 20s early 30s and she's on snapchat going oh my god i am out drinking these people blah 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 and i'm like you look like a mess yeah, yeah. you look like a disaster <laughs> you're going to be 40 and you you're complaining about how you're not losing weight and everything girl give up the beer
3: when yeah. i when i hear I, stories like this I, did you ever see the movie ma about the yeah but it's it yeah it's it, so she different. hangs out she's an older woman but she has her basement she has the kids come over and party and she's like yeah Yay! oh my god yeah i
11: think i think this movie must have been like made after my friend because <laughs> like she she will have people over her house and she does a good job yeah but she drinks like crap college beer like Keystone <laughs> i'm like Girl'm <laughs> so, Girl. I'm I'm just like no,
4: yeah yeah no and, 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 uh, but she also like I listen, it, there might be something psychological going on there yeah. where she missed out on that age, right it's she, possible. you know like oh, oh,
11: oh this uh, can I say she also humble brags that she was an elite college athlete too, oh. and she partied all throughout college, and okay. so no, I think it's just she she's reliving her younger years yeah.
3: or, or won't let go but, of them, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
8: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <that> <laughs> Thank you, Lisa.
1: <laughs> you can hear it in her voice. Just stop it. All right, one last call, because Karen has also been on hold for a long time. Hey, Karen, good morning. Good morning, It. Good, good morning, morning it. it. Karen, what's up? This kind
11: of goes hand in hand with what you guys were talking about with kids, but I get the most extreme form of road rage when I'm driving <laughs> behind somebody and they have 12 bumper stickers on their car that say proud parents of an honor student at such and such <laughs> Cool. And I'm like, all right, I'll just keep on driving with my idiot
3: children. Then. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's a great I saw a great bumper sticker that said my kids sold your honor, your honor student kids drugs. Yeah. yeah.
8: yeah. <laughs> I
5: love how your kids it. are idiots. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it. I, I love that's those. Terrific. Like,
3: we, as a family, we were all dinged up. But, you know, as far as, you know, I mean, we, we had our things, but everybody, every family has their their crap. And that's yeah. You know, it, it, the honor student thing doesn't bother me as bad
1: if you're doing that for your child. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I, I don't have that much of an issue yeah, with yeah. that. Like, they um, get
2: the bumper sticker yeah. because they're an honor student. I'm not going to go toss it in the trash. I'm going to put it on the car for the kid. Yeah. Right.
1: right exactly. Speaking of those uh, uh, the, the stickers, like the little family stickers yeah. on the back, you know, it can be, you know, like little Mickey Mouse's and all uh, that stuff. They go Disney. There was one, and I think you guys have seen it before. It's great. I, I'm pretty sure it's either uh i think it might be uh like one of the imperial walkers blasting yeah the family oh yes away. <laughs> yeah. destroying everybody yeah. i saw a, yeah. uh a i jurassic- think it's like the empire
5: doesn't care about your family yes. or yeah. Yeah. Oh, i saw a jurassic park one which was uh, uh our, you know my dinosaurs eight year honor student or whatever yeah. yeah yeah and i think they have zombie ones that <laughs> yeah. are like that too
1: those i love excellent all right well listen thanks for your calls we do appreciate that we're going to take a break uh, we're going to come back in a moment. Casey, I think the audience is thirsty. Do yeah. we have beer oh, to give yeah. away? Yeah. I'd have... like to Good give morning. away a case of beer. They're horny oh. and they're thirsty. It's our beer of the month. And we'll take caller number 18, and I will give you a, a case of uh, Victory Brewings, new 6% Hazy IPA, Brotherly Love, Ooh. a beer with purpose. Uh, You have to be at least 21, by the way. They're now available in 12-packs at Pinocchio's Media, one of Casey's Mm. favorite places. Uh, To learn more about this beer and its mission, you can visit victorybeer.com slash love. Cheers. 215-263-WMMR. Number 18. I'm sorry. Somebody (laughs) just saw a text that says 2.26.6. Who gives an F? Yeah, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Be
10: right back. Stay
1: with us. 93.3
0: 93.3 WMMR has been to some strange places. And now we're at Radio.com. Come visit. In a few minutes, we're going to
1: have actor Bradley Constant on, uh, who plays uh, the 15-year-old version of The Rock. Dwayne, yes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson on uh, Young Rock. There's three actors that play portray <laughs> him. Yeah, plus The Rock himself. Uh, so we'll get him on in uh, just a little bit. But we, we had to share this little story. So... Um, Every evening at six o'clock, we do a quick conference call with us uh, with the members of the show just to see uh, where we are in preparation for the following day's show. If there's anything notable that we need to be aware of, you know, interviews and so on, and uh, that also includes topic conversations. And uh, so we're getting ready to wrap up the call last night, and then Kathy's got one more thing to add. Well, Steve, uh, so
2: I was on a bachelorette, and Steve's like, you know, bachelorette produce anything? I was like, no, not really. It was actually pretty low key. And Then I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. There was one thing. There
1: was one thing. I was talking to these girls. You remember how last (laughs) week, how Preston was saying uh, that he likes to make sure that, you know, his sexual partner has achieved. Right. Gets the cookies. cookies. Gets the cookies. Yeah. yeah. uh, Before going for the main, uh, the main course. And then Kathy says, and I'll say this verbatim because it's not vulgar or anything like that. She said, I didn't know until I talked to these girls that not all women uh, will have an orgasm by having sex. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden we hear Casey go, I guess I should have told you guys that I'm in the car and have the Bluetooth on
3: and Seamus is sitting next to me. Uh, well, I also brought up uh, something from another conversation we're going to have about the, the, the wall sitting. Yes.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's how, but even yeah. that was
3: more benign. Yeah, like
4: yeah, yeah. even I, that,
2: I, like, I, I just out, like I was yeah. sex orgasm. Like just all the right. words. All the words. All
1: yeah. The words. yeah. yeah. Coming out of Kathy's mouth,
4: <laughs> and so Seamus is just sitting there in the drive, in the uh, passenger seat, and I just look over at him. And I can see him smiling, oh, right? God. He's just pretending like he didn't hear anything. And I'm lo- I'm like, okay, he heard everything. Now, here's the... I d- didn't think Kathy had orgasms. I, well. I mean, like, and honestly, of
2: all people, like... Yes. I'm ordered, and this is not the first... This is the no. second time yeah. that I've done this with Seamus in the car. I really? The I, don't the I, don't I don't remember the first time. The choice. first time I uh, called in, like, a couple minutes late, and oh. you had already announced that you were in the car with your kids. I didn't hear it, so... <laughs> At the end of the... I, I think I cursed. Like, I said the yeah. F word or something like that. But, like, I was, like, joking around trying to make you guys laugh. And then there was, like, silence. And Casey was like, did you not hear me say I was in the car with my kids? And I was like, uh, nope. I sure yeah. didn't.
4: Sorry. Um, I, uh, here's the deal. I don't even know if he knows what that O word is. Yeah. All the other stuff I'm sure he knows all about. Right. Uh, but uh, the, the, the main... Just uh, juxtap of the uh, of the conversation, the, conversa- gist. the yeah. gist, whatever. Yeah. I sound like uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> the main gist of the conversation it being the oh, and women not getting to that. Yeah. I don't even know if that that all that stuff could have gone over his head, and he probably was looking that word up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. how old is he? He's in eighth grade. <clears throat> uh, maybe, uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But the, the kids yeah. have the internet these days. Yeah, those kids.
3: <laughs> and yeah, their well, internet-
2: if not, he knows now. <laughs>
4: I tell you this so uh, that
3: that you know that that's something that I've never had to deal with because it's just my wife, you know, or we're right, transporting yeah. pets in the car. But I that it's such a common thing. I, there's no way that ha- doesn't happen all the freaking time. Yeah,
1: Shell and I started instituted a, a standard greeting, yeah. which if if you're in yes. the car and Rochelle says it to me, she says she um, goes, "Hi, you're on speaker. So and so is in the car with me." Like that's the yeah. first thing that mm-hmm. comes out of her mouth. Say hi. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Now, in in my defense, when I joined the call. There was already conversation going on, so right, I, didn't, right. you know, so I, I couldn't bust in and go, "Hey, by the way, I'm a speaker," yeah. you know, like well, I, I normally
2: just, yeah. it's okay, like yeah. the majority of our calls is
4: pretty
3: benign. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't just, get
2: that detailed or graphic. But when you're
3: all worked up and horny, it comes. Yeah, to, yeah
2: apparently I <laughs> needed to. was <laughs> all uh, horned, horned up. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what, Casey, a, a couple of weeks ago suggested maybe we do. Uh, I forget, it was like Zoom call or Facetime or something for our conference calls, and I was like, I can't do that because I am my phone is always on speaker like when yeah. i do the conference call because it's dinner time and yeah. you know we're either cooking cleaning like whatever it is and jace is always there and when i feel like so or like sometimes there'll be like a curse so i'm like right, oh. yep. and I gotta quick get the phone right, and right, put right, it up yeah. to my ear yeah
4: mm-hmm. so whenever i talk to my buddy jeff on the phone you you're pretty sure that the conversation is going to go to an nc-17 rating right uh so right. we always <laughs> will go are you on speaker, are you alone, <laughs> or whatever. Right. I mean, but with our conference call, I, you know, and also... Well, like, it's my, my kids are older now, so it's like, you yeah, know, but when they were bad. children, yeah. children, it was like, hey, guys, by the way, you know, I got the kids in the car.
3: Well, it's, it's, for me, it's like my, you know, a Christmas story. Uh, we we heard a lot of stuff <laughs> from my dad, and so it was all part of the deal. But you never, you, we never received calls through Bluetooth in the car Yeah, while I was in the
5: back seat when my dad was driving. It was something <laughs> that didn't happen. But Anybody see sp- the... Um, did anybody see the uh, South Park quarantine special? Yeah. Yes. I watched it with my son over the weekend. And the last five minutes of it, uh, there is a giant phallus that Mr. Garrison is uh, <laughs> carrying back into town. And my son, who is a little bit older than Seamus Casey, could not stop laughing. But he was laughing so hard that he was, like, holding the pillow in front of his face. So, like, we we dance around the topic. But the closer – the older he gets, <laughs> the dancing just becomes less overt. You're just like, all nah, right, it's fine. Like, he knows – you don't want to be the person – I don't know. You don't want to be like overt about it, but you also know that he knows. Listen, I've I've told my you know like, and I say this time and time
4: again. Listen, my kids are going to hear this stuff in the schoolyard.
5: Yeah, which is fine. Right.
4: I don't want them teaching this stuff in the schoolyard. There's a difference, sure. Right. So you You know, getting shed talks. (laughs) No, but at the same time, (laughs) uh, you know, with the whatever they're watching, it's like all right. There's (laughs) there's that weird fine line between you know condoning and encouraging. Yes. And so I don't. Like my son is now watching clips of Family Guy and he's getting such a kick out of it, and I hear him cracking up. And And you know, my wife—probably—I don't know what he's. You know, but my wife's like, you know, it's not appropriate for him. I'm like, well, you know, I know what I watched when I was (laughs) thirteen years old. I think, I
3: I think my my, like with my situation, um, my my dad just got tired of trying to restrict because you know, and then and then my mother just sort of gave up. We we tried, Mm -hmm. and you know, and, and we were we were fine, but. Uh, Yeah, a lot of the stuff just went over our heads, and then eventually it was like, somehow I just remember knowing about it. I forget exactly where I became aware of it. It was was a combination of both the schoolyard and my dad, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I've got Uh, my, you know, my two-olders, they they can say whatever they want to. Right. It's it's free reign now. I mean, you know, they're 20 and 18, so whatever. And they do, and they will say stuff in front of my 13-year-old. So it's all, everything now is on the table, table, except for like graphic sex, or anything like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) So you can I, I love when parents say Ah, they've heard everything. You know when they're talking about their kid who's a toddler. No. Ah, he's heard everything. But N- no, they haven't. He may have heard all the words, not
4: in a specific order, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. which describing. can make it yes very graphic and dirty. Well, like Chuck D'Amico, right? So Chuck D'Amico is part of our pod. I work with Chuck, and then I and, I, and so my kids and, and his, we, we see each other on the weekends. Chuck D'Amico says things that are like I was like I would never say that in front of my kids, yeah. and and he says it in front of my kids, and I'm like. Well, I guess this is just where we are now, you know. Like. Wait, he,
2: Chuck says stuff in yes. front of his kids we, that you wouldn't say in front no. of your kids. He says it in front of my. He says it
4: in front of my. Like children. what? All right, so so for instance, we were playing using your mouth on a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> is it Scattergories? Yeah, we were playing Scattergories, right? Okay. And the uh, things that are round came up, and the letter was T. And
2: okay, he got said,
4: it. and I'll just. Uh, So he said tiny toddies, but it wasn't toddies. It was, you know, boobs, And I was like, we, you know, and like... You were like, (laughs) we we don't say that. That's that's two points, man. You
8: you also, (laughs) I I
4: know that, but you also have to remember, I also have a, like, I have the youngest of everybody, too. So my my sixth grader is there. My sixth grade daughter is there as well. That's not appropriate. It's not. It is not. So what you're
2: saying is he's a bad dad. Well,
4: (laughs) I'm saying he... Often forgets, and you know that we also we all have different parenting styles. So he might have said that in front of his sixth grade daughter when she, but she's a sophomore in high school now. So there's 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 a difference, and you lose track when when he did that. My wife and I looked at each other like,
9: (laughs) you know, like.
4: (laughs) I don't do I say something while well, I'm saying something to him now. Don't say stuff like that in front of my daughter. Right? Don't say stuff like that in front of my my 11-year-old daughter. My 11-year-old wow. Catholic school daughter. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Kathy, don't talk about orgasms in front of my son.
2: <laughs> but I didn't, Unless I'm, you're going to listen, teach and-
4: him how to give one to a... Oh, oh God, stop it. Dear Lord. Stop, stop, stop.
5: We are crossing... <laughs> the- yeah, no, I don't the territories.
1: Yeah, By the way, I just jotted down, I need to watch South Park movie with my sons. <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah, we've yeah, ever yeah. seen that. And that gets as dirty as you can possibly get. And watch this quarantine special, because it's pretty okay. damn funny. Okay. And there's a huge phallus in it at some point? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's a little one in the South Park movie where uh, Saddam Hussein whips out... <laughs>
5: Right, no, this is a, a giant, a man gets turned into a penis and gets uh, okay. Yeah. hauled into town. All right, nice. All right. Well, anyhow, if Kathy's on your
1: call <laughs> and you're on Bluetooth yeah. with your children, make sure you say something, because <laughs> otherwise... There's going to be just let loose. I, an literally, uncomfortable I would be the moment.
2: last person to say something in front of a kid. Are we still too? on
3: for the swingers
1: party oh, stop. tonight? <laughs> stop!
2: Stop!
1: Oh God. Um, Sorry. speaking of kids, by the way, did you guys see that? Uh, well, in order for kids to be on Instagram, they have to be 13 or older. Is that right? right. But they are. But Facebook says it's working on a version of Instagram meant for uh, children. Uh, child
3: and tween users. It's about time. Uh, is that about time? Uh, they, I know they just did the restriction now, where you cannot, if you are over eighteen, you cannot direct message
5: anyone who is under eighteen okay. who oh. doesn't follow you. I have a weird conundrum right. that happens sometimes with friends, uh, kids who have Instagram, and and we follow each other, and it's a little like Casey it just goes right back to what you were talking about with parenting, because like every now and then you all post adult stuff or more adult things, and and. I like being friends with my friends' kids, but yeah. it's a weird, yeah, border that uh, you know, or boundary that I'm not sure where the, the where the boundaries exist and where they don't. And
3: Ask your mommy if it's okay if we mm-hmm. talk about
4: orgasm.
5: Well, you can restrict, <laughs> you can restrict comments, Stop. and you can restrict <laughs> uh, people being able to see your stories. Yeah. And so, I, for for some kids who are in their like 13, 14 year old range, uh, or friends of my son or whatever, like there's, I, I don't, I don't want them seeing all my stuff. That'd be kind of yeah. that'd be kind of freaky. I think if you. You know, especially
9: yes, it, uh, yeah, it is. It would be kind it of freaky, I, and
3: I think also there are certain things I, I you don't cross the streams on. And I just, yep. and it's not because there's anything that's that nefarious going on, but I just think it's like there's there's work, Casey, and and I think you are your your dad at home, You're mm-hmm. work, Nick, and your dad at home, and there's you're running two different tabs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll give you an example because I posted on on Instagram a few weeks ago. Rochelle gave me for. Valentine's Day a, a BJ oh, token yeah. perfect example. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's funny, you yes. know, it's and, and I used it. I mean, play um, <laughs> I, I legitimately use it. But uh but I'm pretty
5: sure that Carter, who has an Instagram account, had to have seen that. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't
4: even think about
1: that
5: So what all. about your daughter's friends? You know, like, it's one thing yeah. for your daughter to see it, but, like, for your daughter's friends to see it. Or your daughter's friends' teachers. Yeah. Well, know, I like,
4: said that to my... Uh, Where did we get those? My oh, kids' no, friends' I parents. <laughs> I said, hey, by the way, I want to let you know that your kid is following me on Instagram. Yeah. And I am not necessarily age appropriate for, right. you know, your child. So you... you, 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 you but if you're... If you if you okay it, then then that's another thing. But I feel like you should at least know. Can you mute their
5: ability to follow you?
2: Yes, uh, you, you can. can mute
5: stories. You can mute. Um, you can block. You can them. block them. Yeah, yeah. So it,
2: but then that's like a that a
5: sort of the defeats the, the purpose. Yeah. It's like you know my my, my buddy fr- my buddy Matt has a, a, a son named Luke, and I like Luke very much. I've known him since he was a baby, but he's he's thirteen or fourteen years old. So you're just like, all right, what do I want this kid to be able to see? Yeah, yeah,
1: and so. Uh, they announced this last week. This is uh, um, Facebook saying that an Instagram is going to start to work on a, a tween um, version of it. So,
3: I mean, uh, they, they better put up major... Yeah, so, yeah. so they,
1: they said that they'll be working to improve privacy and safety uh, for its teen users. It's like, hey, perverts, here they are,
3: all right here.
1: BuzzFeed noted that the move is raising eyebrows, as Instagram has historically had a hard time preventing teens from experiencing bullying or predatory behavior from adults on the platform, despite the fact that it's added features Mm -hmm. over the years to address uh, these particular issues. Uh, Parents, uh, parent advocacy groups have also already asked Facebook to discontinue, excuse me, its messenger kids product. Since social media has been shown to negatively impact child development. Yeah.
2: Wait, they want to get rid of the kids' messenger?
1: Um, yeah, it says that the, some advocacy groups have asked them to discontinue that.
2: But that's, I we have that. And that's, I mean, I see everything that comes through on my phone. Okay. So, like, even if it rings, I see who's calling him.
1: Okay. Uh, in general, they're, they're not doing it. There's just some advocacy groups that want to get rid yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah. In general, the criticism of the social media platform spinoffs Designed for kids is that they uh, serve as pipelines to convert children into future customers, which, you know, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, in, in man, it's
3: true. It's absolutely true. Try to get true. them young, you know. Yeah.
1: It's the the model. So, I don't know, man.
8: We'll Something's have to see. got to be
1: done. We'll have to see. Um, there was, I remember, God, what was that? When when my kids were toddlers, there was a uh, we loved this too. They were they were uh, stuffed animals that you could buy. Oh yeah, and there was a website associated with them that had games and things, and then you could play with other kids who had those stuffed animals. What were those <sighs> called? I know
3: what you are talking about. and I
1: forget yeah. the name. And the games were actually good. Webkins. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, Connor. Those were great. The, the, the games were actually a lot of fun. I used to go on and play those games. Sorry, and it, but but it, <laughs> wasn't it compromised at some point? I don't remember. Yeah. It may have been, yeah. but I'm not really sure. So, all right, anyhow. uh, Let's see. We still got we got a handful of All right. A few minutes before our next guest is on, so... We got it, things. Something else to chat about? Yeah. All right, how mm-hmm. about... This is kind of a... Oh, yeah, all right, so we're sticking with kids stuff. How about this? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh play-doh has announced a new product called all mixed up and it's a king size can of hummus th- but no it's not <laughs> <laughs> right uh. no it's the multiple colors mixed together oh, oh. oh so if you mix That's... all the colors together don't you get white uh, no, no you, you get, you get black. brown
2: no black is a darker
1: color okay black so- is the absence of color yeah, but that's in the light spectrum. This yeah. is this is not Stop this is Plato's Play-Doh. based on the light no, spectrum. Right. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like, Plato's one so of those wait, so toys d-
5: that you think is fun, and then you get it as a parent, you are like, oh, it just ends up in the carpet and then oh, in the yeah. hair oh, and then the yeah. couches.
2: We mm-hmm. always Plato has never played inside my home. That of was an not. Out, that was an outdoor activity. <laughs> yes. Play-Doh? always. Play-Doh. Oh, it gets
3: everywhere. Oh, well, if you had a shag rug, it was awesome. Yeah. And we did, and it wasn't.
2: Wait, so you can actually so this will actually be mixed up together, but you still see the colors.
3: Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's
4: not. And then like eventually it all... becomes white. Until yeah, it's not you, all mush yeah. together. Until you mix it and mush it all together. Right, okay, right, right. right. And then it becomes, becomes white. White. So like listen lava. to this.
1: It comes in a in a three pound <laughs> okay. can. Nope. Wow. A three pound can. Yeah, that's a lot, right? It's it a lot. So good though. It does. That fresh it tastes horrible. Yeah, but it's, how can something that smells so good taste so bad? I yeah, don't well, know. It's, it's
4: like butt stuff. Well, it's like shampoo.
1: Uh, I think that smells and tastes Shoot. bad. Uh, but anyhow, what, butt stuff or shampoo? Oh, yeah, butt no.
4: stuff, no. shampoo. Well, <gasps> shampoo <gasps> smells yeah. good, but tastes good bad. Good yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, it
1: what? tastes I terrible. I yeah. used you shampoo your butt. Do you remember getting a shampoo that they used to? Uh, so well, I guess Bath, Bath and Body Works does. What you, know, you get like, a, you know, like a, a green
3: apple shampoo. I was like the kids. Smells so tasty. Yeah. The kid
1: shampoo? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the the thing uh, is is that you the kids would and do occasionally eat play-doh. That's
1: yeah, not that it's sure. Yeah.
3: It's safe.
1: Yeah. It's made of ingredients that aren't going to make you sick. But
2: what? it doesn't taste but good. it does yeah. taste good.
3: Uh it will replace report- It's like transmission fluid. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what well, you can't drink that? It's better no. brake fluid. That's
2: good. You know what So he
4: told me that uh essentially WD forty I don't want to say it's edible, but it's not like <laughs> What, do you want to taste? It's a WD-40? dessert topping. No. I'm gonna I'm
3: gonna preface this by saying it's not edible. <laughs>
4: well, because I don't want people eating WD forty, but they essentially said understand. that it's like basically like almost like just like vegetable oil or whatever. Uh, well, that, maybe
3: that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I, today I'm gonna go to Pet Boys and see what I can eat. <laughs> well, Nick's check looking it up. Yeah,
2: let's check on that. What
3: can you eat at a, your local car repair store? By the way, W D forty
1: you should not put on a lot of things that you think you should put right. it on. Wait,
2: like, like, why? like salad.
1: Uh because it it it's it's antithesis of what you want it to do because there is it can, and I forgot, I read about it uh one time when uh that it can actually cause worse problems than huh. you know, oh. fixing a squeak or something like that. It can make things because too too not the, squeaky. The W stands for water, I believe. Uh here hang on a second. Here let's let's back this up. W D forty, is it safe to ingest? Uh, This product has low oral toxicity. All right. Swallowing may cause gastrointestinal irritation, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. If swallowed, can enter the lungs and may cause chemical uh, pneumonitis, severe lung damage, and death. So it's
2: safe. I'm going to go with no on that. (laughs)
4: So it seems pretty safe. Well, it says low oral toxicity. Yeah, yeah. And followed by <laughs> nine death. things that will yeah. cause you to well, suffer to a extreme death. death. The word death at the end there is. I know, kind but of like water can cause me. death, and you know, I'm okay. sure. Yeah,
3: and, and you don't drink water. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe we'll come back to WD forty in a moment because our
3: guest is on the line <laughs> and he's ready to chat. Maybe he wants to talk about. Well, WD-40. now he's just got a, a, a complete schooling on what types of WD forty you can eat.
1: So he stars as the fifteen-year-old Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Young Rock, and his time period is nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, I've been watching the show. That nineteen eighty-seven is my zone. That it's was great time. My, those are my formative Dang, years. Then, yeah. so I, I'm, and, and you've been loving this, right, Steve? I think it's great. I love it. All right. Please welcome this morning from Young Rock. This is Bradley Constant. Hey. show. Bradley. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I thought we were talking about WD forty. <laughs> <laughs> we're asking people what their favorite thing to use WD forty is on. Uh, no, I, it's a what? stupid yeah. stupid. What
3: things at Pet Boys can you eat? That was the question. <laughs> all right. First of all, uh, Bradley, how how old are you? I'm twenty two, man. Oh, you're 22. 22,
1: Yeah, playing 15. And playing 15. So, uh, And I assume they went with a 22-year-old because uh, The Rock is a a big guy, and and you have to size-wise match up to maybe what he was at 15. What's it like playing a teenager? It's got to be kind of fun.
6: (laughs) Man, it's it's a lot of fun because I was really boring at 15, so I kind of get to do it again and, you know buy cars from crackheads and <laughs> Yeah, they, do all that stuff. Talk to the girl. I never had the courage to talk to the girl in school. Um and now I get to do it again.
3: It, it it's funny because so what the basic to to explain the gist of the show for people who are unaware that it takes place in the future. It's framed by uh Dwayne Johnson, the Rock run, running for uh president and so these are sort of you know uh, interviews that he conducts, and he remembers back about his previous life. But virtually all of the stuff that he's remembering does have a a root in reality. So um, you're you're acting uh, alongside actors who are playing the Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant, uh, you know wrestlers and football players, and and it's it's got to be cool. But I understand as the show is being pieced together because of COVID times, you didn't get to meet the other actors playing the Rock, correct?
6: Oh no! I did actually. Oh, you did. Um, We all, yeah, and all the wrestlers and everyone, all of us, we stayed at the same hotel in Uh Australia. Um, And I tell you what, there was nothing like rolling deep with a bunch of the wrestlers and the other Dwayne when we go out to eat. That was that was pretty fun. Uh, I'll tell you, one day we went on a bike ride, um, and these Australians must have been looking at us so funny, because I had never seen so many oversized dudes on these little city bikes <laughs> on the
3: street. I got to tell you, they've matched, like, the the young man who plays the, the youngest, uh, Adrian uh, Gruau, I think his name is. Uh, the Rock is, yeah, is a kid, right? And then the uh, gentleman, Uli Let. Kufa. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Through, yeah. Okay, so he is playing the rock around 1819. You guys, they did a great job because um, I-, I thought actually you and he were the same person for a little bit because you guys do look so much alike, so they, they really cast as well.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's surreal. And they-, they really do feel like brothers to me. Um, they're really cool guys.
1: Hey, you mentioned, uh, you know, not being confident with the uh, uh, the ladies being able to go up and talk. And I personally, Steve has been watching the show. I have not yet, and I'm going to. But was uh, was Dwayne a pretty confident guy at that age, at 15? Are, are you portraying it that way?
6: Um, You know, I, I, it's, it's kind of layered. You know, it's more like, you know, he really didn't fit in. You know, all these kids are, <laughs> they look more normal than he does. And he's sporting that stash. I think he... He, he tries to be cooler than he actually is, you know, and I think, um, you know, part of that is there's a lot of confidence in going for those things. You know, he has the courage to go for it, but um, at the same time, it's, he, he's, he's stretching, he's working the gimmick, you know, he's kind of living on the edge every time in the, um, it, it might fall flat on his face as the
3: season goes on. We'll yeah, see. working the gimmick is a phrase that comes up all the time. And he, so his dad is Rocky Johnson, of course, a famous wrestler, and, and Joseph Lee Anderson portrays him. And and uh, again, everyone looks like the people they're portraying. But that whole notion of um, he, he and the way you portray him, he's confident, but he's still. He's still trying to find himself, and I was telling Preston that they even yep. uh, in the there's one episode where they cover the infamous Fanny Pack photo, <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, your your older counterpart playing that that part, and just that that you know those things that come back to uh, Tona. But it's clear that uh, Dwayne Johnson is is not adverse to showing warts and all of everything that happened in his life. So, uh, did you get a chance? Have you have you had a chance to? talk a lot to him or is he kind of let you find your own um way with the material
6: uh you know before we before we got started i got to chat with him a good bit because um, i obviously had some questions but um really it was just casual conversation i you know, didn't really have anything to pull from right um you know in terms of you know video footage or anything like that but um you know he, he kind of elaborated on what life was like for him um just more about, you know, his family dynamic and what struggles they were dealing with and what was important to him at 15, you know, a lot different person back then. And, you know, what he thought was his priorities, you know, at the time, yeah. um, and, you know, for me, it was just latching onto the things that I could relate with in my own life, you know, his dynamic, his relationship with his parents is really similar to mine. And, um, you know, leaning into that, we have wonderful actors like Stacy and like you said, Joseph that, you know, play Ata and Rocky you know, doing those scenes was just so weird because it felt like I was playing with my own parents. And Joseph's <laughs> only about five years older than me in real life. <laughs> but you know he,
3: That's he wild. Feels,
6: he feels a lot like a dad to me. He's a really cool guy.
3: Well, so, let me ask you. So, you you know, you're, you're a younger guy, relatively speaking, and, and, and a lot of his early, uh, of Dwayne Johnson's early life, you have some of the foundational legends of wrestling. Um, were you, were you aware of the Iron Sheik and Junkyard Dog and all these people as, as you were growing up or did you have to kind of learn for, uh, learn about them as you approached this role? Um, you
6: know, I was, I was aware of them. I was aware of them, but I really didn't know anything about them. Um, you know, my, my, I was born in 1998 and my wrestling experience was, you know, the tail end of. You know Dwayne's career, yeah, and catching up with that, and you know I've watched a lot of the tapes with Undertaker and all of them with my dad, and but you know these these old school wrestlers, it was a huge learning experience for me just reading the scripts and watching it, and really fun too because I didn't know you know how involved they all were in his career, you know just hanging out at his you know his grandma's house when he was little, so pretty
1: cool. Hey, you know what? I'm looking at Bradley. Your uh, your credits. You're a young actor. Uh, you just have a handful of things. Uh, on your resume as of now, are, are you really taking this in? Because you've got a, you know, you got a steady gig going uh, with this particular job, and and what, what's it like uh, for you? Somebody who's who's really getting a, their their first real shot at this.
6: Um, you know what? It's it's really special because you know I decided I wanted to start acting about ten years ago, and it's been a, it's been a process. And you know, there's lots of downs. Any actor will tell you it's. <laughs> it's quite a career but you know this is a big role for me and I was very excited to get it but you know after shooting it and it coming out it's so much bigger than just being a big role for me man I you know I couldn't be more proud to be playing a you know someone like Dwayne you know especially getting to know him more man this couldn't be be better you know this is a guy that I hope to be like as a person, you know, regardless of his exactly, accolades. Just as a person, when I get older, you know, family first and all of that. So, man, I'm I'm pretty lucky to be in this position.
3: Well, let me ask you also. Now you you know, you're you're a marathon runner. You, you're a runner, I guess, is is the sport that you're you're most involved in. Yet, you're you're, you're certainly bulked up. Did, I assume you had to. Did you have to change your physicality for the role a bit?
6: Yeah, a little bit. You know, I, I was scrawny. You were scrawny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't work out. I didn't work out. You know, running a lot makes you a pretty scrawny person. But, uh, but yeah, I I started working out as soon as I booked this thing, and it's become a regular routine for me, and I'm continuing with it a lot now. I'm a lot bigger than I was um, while we were shooting the first season <laughs> as well. But, you know, if we do a second season, it would be pretty funny to see some contrast. But, yeah, man, it's, it's something he told me was important to him, and I'm latching on to him. And, of course, for my age range, it doesn't really show up too much. It's not as big of a factor, you know, right. the size and physique of it. But, um, you know, it's still pretty awesome.
1: Bradley, is there anything, anything from the fashion of the late 1980s that you actually <laughs> like?
6: <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I will say those real big uh, the big bad guys
3: They're kind of comfortable, right?
6: Thanks, man. Yeah. I was an MC Hammer dance in between. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's cool. So, so listen. Uh, I mean, Dwayne obviously, Dwayne Johnson is a very loyal guy. Seems mm-hmm. to like to promote a lot of careers. Were he to come to you with a su- supporting role or role in, a, in an upcoming movie, maybe assume you would not refuse said role.
6: I would not refuse said role. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: never, never, it, man. Yeah. Awesome grateful for whatever opportunity comes up
1: next man but i'm just enjoying all this right now (laughs) nice bradley you're doing great man congratulations for your success so far you know go and celebrate with a wd-40 today (laughs) nice to meet you man i'm gonna go spray some later man (laughs) all right bradley constant guys and the show is young rock i rock dwayne the rock johnson what a success story um I didn't see it when he was in his formative wrestling years, and then he slowly started to make his way, just, you know, his star rising and rising and rising. And you see interviews and and, and things that he posts online. He's just he's a great guy yeah yeah i, I you hope
3: that yeah. he is the guy that 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 you believe that he is because he, he's he a pretty awesome individual well because a lot of those moments are moments that are not staged yeah. you know so there there is actually a clip of uh of bradley i don't know did it didn't yeah it's from the show and it talks about how uh he just looks more mature than the other kids at his school karen invited me to a party tonight so life is good huh it is well it's not gonna last Fine scaring aside, the reason
4: why these girls haven't been giving you the time of day isn't because you look poor. It's because you look like an undercover cop. Like Johnny Depp from Twenty One on Jump Street. Oh, my God. No one thinks that. Dwayne, everyone thinks that. He's looking at me.
10: He's a cop. Like
4: Johnny Depp. I'm 15. <laughs> you have a full mustache, and you're bigger than a dad. You look like
1: you work at an auto parts store. Dude, I clearly remember there being a guy who was kind of a new student. Yeah. Nobody really knew who he was. Looked a lot older than everybody else. Yeah. Word was he was a narc. He was a narc. Like wow. oh, yeah. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, totally. Wow. Oof. I would love to find out if he was indeed a narc because nobody really got to know this guy. And it was my senior year. Yeah, it's got to wow. be. Yeah. Man, interesting. Uh, By the way, thank you. uh, From time to time we do these interviews. Uh, Our interns, who we've never met before, uh, will put together some information. I want to thank intern Gina for uh, putting together some info about uh, Bradley Constant uh, this morning. So hopefully someday we'll be meeting our interns again (laughs) when COVID is over and we can actually welcome people back into our studios. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the bizarre file. There are stories that are waiting for you, so make sure you don't miss them. We'll be right back.
11: the free MMR app for your phone you can stream us live get on demand audio and video and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff plus it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible the MMR app making your smartphone a little
0: dumber
1: why don't we do the Bizarre five?
0: now ah, WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre
8: yeah yeah, yeah. alright Brought
1: to you this morning by Sequoia Outback. Don't miss Sequoia Outback's annual spring and Sequoia sale with everything you need to take your outdoor space from taxing to relaxing. Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. Casey, I thought of you. uh, You are a regular bicyclist. Listen and heed this story. A bicyclist who ignored... Warning signs and tried to meet a oh. beat a Miami drawbridge. Oh no. Slid to his death down the rising oh. concrete slab. This is horrible. Oh, and this guy wasn't a noob. He was he's a regular bike rider. Fred Medina, fifty eight years old, was on his morning bike ride uh from Aventura to Key Biscayne when he tried to make it past the drawbridge over the Miami River around six A. M. Uh he tried to overtake the opening, he slid yeah. down the bridge fell in between the section of the bridge that moves and the fixed part of the roadway, according to his friend. Medina had been biking with another friend who had crossed the bridge ahead of him. Uh, He had often woke up at 4.45 a.m. to ride his bike, uh, and he would post his rides on social media. Casey, last year he logged 22,000 miles riding, (laughs) so he wasn't a stranger to
3: this stuff and made the mistake. I think sometimes you think you are... Better that you know, or that you're you, you can't be uh taken out with something like this, and you yeah. find out you're wrong in the worst way possible.
2: My cousin jumped a uh opening drawbridge on a motorcycle, and he was like, I can do it, I can make it. He did make it, his heart stopped, they had to revive him, uh, and he did live through it, but he jumped it.
1: Dear god, yeah. his heart
2: stopped, yeah, they had, yeah, they had to after him CPR. he wiped out, mm-hmm. or yeah, he, he jumped, he made it to the other side but obviously crashed the damn motorcycle yeah. and was dead, yeah.
1: Yeah, when you get to the other side, there's a big gap you have to, you yeah. have to deal with. Yes. So, that's just wild. Okay. Uh, the suspected thief may, this suspected thief, I should say, may have just won the award for most hapless criminal of the year. The man got his head trapped in railings <laughs> while allegedly trying to escape a burglary. His plight might, his plight might have gone unnoticed. Ow. Right? <laughs> but... Help. He he ended up stuck between the metal bars Help. for two and a half hours, by the way. Oh, uh, neighbors in the nearby block of flats spotted Help. him trying to wriggle free and alerted the police. Uh, the man was filmed by onlookers at 4.40 p.m., uh, but police didn't arrive until 7 o'clock that night. Help. Do you One, hear
4: something? I, I hear
1: something. One witness said he looks like a anything. rat caught in a trap. Help. Uh, three cops arrived and managed to cut him free Help. with some bolt cutters. Uh, one officer even did a somersault to get down from the roof before the suspect Just to show off. was taken down. Look <laughs> what I can do. You can't do this. Your head's stuck in there. Well, wow. very impressive. Sushi is a favorite meal for many people around the world. But You're some, right. Some <laughs> residents in Taiwan are going to extraordinary lengths to get their hands on it for free. And they're doing it by officially renaming themselves Salmon to take advantage of a restaurant promotion. Taiwan's Ministry of the Interior stepped in on Wednesday and urged people to think carefully before legally changing their names after a surge in applications. According to the country's name act, people are entitled to do ju- to do so just three times, meaning in theory that someone could end up stuck with the name
3: Salmon. Okay, so how, because how, some places it's less elaborate to change your name. Yes. Is this one of those situations? I guess so. Almost 100 people have registered to change their name
1: to as Salmon. Part of, part of a promotion, yep, to the restaurant chain uh, Sushiro, which runs until the end of the week. Uh, On Monday, the chain announced that it would give away free sushi to anyone whose name included these uh, Taiwanese characters, um, which I can't describe to you. One's a shocker. uh, Which said uh, together mean the word salmon in Chinese, Chinese, not Chinese, (laughs) a key ingredient of the delicacy. Uh, that person, plus up to five guests, could get a meal for free so wow. long as they provide prove that the name change was using their official ID.
3: First off, this is not the word for Simon. And second off, it's in Chinese. <laughs> in Chinese.
4: <laughs> My buddy's uh, last name is Simon. So does, uh, yeah, does well, it work for last names? It might.
3: It might. Okay. So
1: in a Facebook post, uh, Shishiro said that it would all, also offer lesser discounts to anyone who added just one of the Chinese characters to their name as part of the promotion. Uh, the motion prompted a rush of name changes at household registration
3: offices across Taiwan. Have you ever seen a uh, a full Chinese typewriter? No. The keyboard? Is it it's, huge? It's huge. Yeah. yeah they're amazing, I though. I
1: never have seen that. Wow. Uh, here is a follow-up story. So, the man who returned uh, to a Pasadena's Roscoe's to steal chicken at gunpoint following a mask dispute last month, has been identified and arrested. Put it all in a bag and put it in there now. I'm sorry, your voice sounds familiar. I am not Gene Simmons. (laughs) I mean, no, it's not familiar. Are you wearing face makeup?
3: <laughs> no, my face just droops down over my mouth. Uh,
1: the incident unfolded when the man argued with an employee at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. Chicken and Waffles. After he refused to wear a mask. He ended up coming back with a handgun and demanding a bag of food. And then he snatched several other people's orders and fleed the scene. Was he wearing a mask at this point? Uh, that is a good <laughs> he question. He goes into Rob's place.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're, now we can talk. The ordeal
1: was captured on surveillance video. A cook at the restaurant, Robert, uh, Robert Gonzalez, recounted the robbery. He said, this guy just said, put all the chicken in a bag. He said, I understand we got some good chicken, but man. Took some of them waffles in there, too. Officers who responded couldn't find the man or the vehicle that he drove away in days after the robbery. What kind error. of sauces he have? At Roscoe's, the same man was arrested by L.A. County Sheriff's Department deputies. For an unrelated case, he was identified as 43-year-old Steve Carlos Williams.
3: And what's the deal on the bottomless coffee?
1: Uh, Police later named him as a suspect in the Roscoe's robbery. Uh, Williams was charged with two counts of robbery and two counts of assault with a firearm. And then one more story, and I saw the video of this. It's crazy, man. Uh, They captured on surveillance video four people rolling out the front door of a Harley-Davidson dealership in Indiana with stolen bikes estimated to be Worth over ninety five thousand dollars, it's they just walk in, start Start them up, up and leave. Took them out the front door. It's like a a Fast and the Furious robbery. The incident occurred around three twenty a.m. Video showed the group clad in concealable clothing and motorcycle helmets jumping onto four Harleys and then riding the bikes out of the building through the main doors. The footage captured the suspects uh, heading southbound. Among the stolen vehicles were a twenty twenty Street Glide Special. And three 2021 Street Glide specials as well. Uh, they have not been recovered. We're watching the video of yeah. this. They just walk in. Hey, hey, hey! Start them up and leave. So I assume they leave all those all those on the floor gassed, gassed up. up. Yeah. Uh, no arrests have been made. That in seems stupid. Connection with the thefts. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to call the police department. Well, it's after
3: hours, obviously, right? Yeah, it was at 3.30 yeah, yeah. in
1: the morning uh, that mm. they
3: did it. Yeah.
1: All right. And there you go. Your bizarre file. At this point in time. Can I give one of these away, Case? Yes, you can. Uh, all right. I have a Fandango code to see Nobody. Nobody? Uh, yeah,
3: Nobody. I saw uh, it over the weekend.
1: It's a Bob Odenkirk movie.
3: Yep. Uh, oh, yes. I hear it's very good.
1: So we'll take caller number 12 at two one five two six three 263 Sometimes the man you don't notice is the most dangerous man of all. Universal Pictures presents the most exciting thriller of the year. Bob Odenkirk is Nobody in Theaters. On uh Friday, Rated it's a Rated revenge R.
3: movie, right? Yes, yeah, cool. Rated R
1: 215, yes, yes, 215 263 WMMR is the number. Call number 12. We're gonna get you, be back in a moment. Have the lesson question with some more stuff to give away. Stay close.
0: Preston and Steve on 93- I don't- here, Preston and
6: Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity on Demand. New episodes, you guessed
1: it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh we're gonna have your opportunity to grab something here. Freebie, if you will. Sort of. Make you pay by sharing a little bit of knowledge and what you picked up from the show. It's called the lesson question. Uh, today and this week, we are giving away pairs of tickets to see Godzilla versus Kong, and we're doing it on the monster screen in IMAX, ah. plus free monster concessions, up to 20 bucks per person. That's a pretty sweet deal. So the question that we're going to go with today is this. Some shows have TED Talks. What does our show have? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. All right, let's see if you know the answer to this. Some shows have TED Talks. Our show has what kind of talk? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The
0: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Trash this
1: morning brought to you by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made one cup at a time. From the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground just seconds before serving.
3: What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, in her new autobiography, Sharon Stone says filmmakers deceived her into flashing her genitalia for a scene in Basic Instinct. Stone says she should have been suspicious when the movie company hired a press agent for her vagina.
6: Oh, my God. And Kim
3: Kardashian admitted to buying diapers in case she needed to pee while taking a grueling, incredibly strict seven-hour practice bar exam. Unless you think Kim was not fully prepared, she also had a Fendi Peekaboo pocketbook in case she needed to crap. Oh, no. hey! And finally, both Aaron Carter and Lamar Odom are reportedly in heavy training in preparation for their boxing match in Atlantic City on June twelfth. The winner of this bout will progress onto the champion fi- championship fight against Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> <laughs> that would
8: trash (laughs) all
1: right let's find a winner and the question is uh some shows have ted talks what do we have and i will go to beth this morning hey there beth hey
11: good
1: morning all right beth some shows uh have uh ted talks we have what that
11: would
1: be shed talks. shed talks yes correct beth hang on We'll get your info, and we will give you a pair of tickets to see Godzilla versus Kong on the monster screen in IMAX. And you get this and free monster concessions. Legends collide in this long-awaited face-off between two mythic icons as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. In theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO Max March 31st, and
0: it is rated PG thirteen. Preston and Steve's music News on 933 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah!
1: Yeah! All right, brought to you this morning by Jersey Mikes, and it's their month of giving benefiting uh month of giving benefiting Alex's lemonade. Uh, donate through the app or in store. Jersey mics via sub above. Start this physical version of No One Sings Like You Anymore. Chris Cornell's hand picked collection of 10 cover songs has been released. The project is available on CD and vinyl. It was originally released digitally in the summer of 2020 with the track Patience charting as the number one rock radio hit. Cornell personally, personally selected and sequenced the project to celebrate artists and songs that inspired him. Uh, he recorded it in 2016, and it serves as Cornell's last fully completed studio album. With No One Sings Like You Anymore, he takes on songs made popular by John Lennon, Ghostland Observatory, Harry Nilsson, Carl Hall, Electric Light Orchestra, Terry Reid, Lorraine Ellison, Janis Joplin, Prince, and Guns N' Roses. Does it say which ELO song he uh, covers? No, nah, I didn't see it. I was curious. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second here. Um, uh, I don't know. You don't know? No. I have the titles here, but I don't recognize them. So here, I'll, I'll give you tell me which one of these is an ELO song. Uh, get It While You Can, Jump Into the Fire, Sad, Sad City, Patience, well, we know that. Nothing yeah. compares to you, know that. Watching the Wheels, that's John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, you Don't Know and Nothing About Love, Showdown. That's be, it. Is it showdown? showdown? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that song. I don't either. Um, and then the others are To Be Treated Right, Stay With Me, Baby.
3: All right. Oh, there you go. I'm curious. Papa Roach. I'm bi-curious. <laughs>
1: well, congratulations. yeah. Why
3: not? That's my first announcement.
1: Uh, Papa, Papa Roach, not Bapa. Bapa, this is Papa. Papa, this is Bapa. Papa Roach has been, or God, I should just quit. Uh, Come on, Baba, Baba Baba Ganoush, Baba Ganoush, Baba. Papa
8: Roach
1: has released their second greatest hits compilation uh, called Greatest Hits Volume Two: The Better Noise Years. (laughs) It features 21 tracks, including 13 top 10 singles, previously unreleased remixes, and acoustic recordings recorded live at YouTube Studios, New York City. The compilation commemorates the band's continued success as a top-selling recording and touring act during their 2010-2020 tenure, signed to Better Noise Music. Papa Roach recently climbed to the top spot on mainstream rock radio charts with The Ending, which was remastered, uh, marking their eighth number one single to date. The band said, we don't usually like taking a look back, but we're so glad to be able to take this journey into the past alongside our fans. Journey. We've had so much fun rediscovering all the moments of the past 10 years that have made us the band we are today. We look forward uh, to the upcoming year and to a new chapter of music.
3: Uh, I do like their new song.
1: It's the same. It's different. Yeah, I agree, Steve. Foo Fighters have just topped their own record on Billboard's Rock and Alternative Airplay chart. The band currently holds the record for the most Number ones in the history of the chart. The Foos track, Waiting on a War. Jumped from number three to the top spot this week, snagging six million audience impressions in the March 8th to the 14th tracking period, up 14%. Waiting on a War from the recent Medicine at Midnight collection follows the band's last chart entry, Shame, Shame, and continues a long line of rock and alternative charting, uh, starting with 2009's Wheels. Uh, The alternative airplay chart, Originally named the Alternative Songs and Modern Rock Tracks chart was launched in Billboard September 10th, 1988. Uh, The chart ranks the 40 most played songs on Alternative and Modern Rock radio stations. But it doesn't say here what the record is, like how how many it has. What a bunch of crap. (laughs)
5: Screw you people. <laughs> Can we go back to ELO real quick? Yeah. Uh, so in the end of uh, Kingpin, when uh, Roy and Big Earn are battling yeah, each yeah. other, and the, the, the music that's playing in the background that's is ELO. ELO's showdown. Huh. So you do know it, and I know it, too. And I just some, don't know by the title. Yeah, some, some listeners, uh, texters pointed that out. But um, that's a hilarious scene. <laughs> Morgana, the kissing bandit, comes yeah. out and... <laughs> <laughs> try it, tries to make out with Woody Harrelson, and then Bill Murray calls her back and just yeah. does a boob grab. Anyway, that's the music that's playing. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, and then uh, one last story.
1: Uh,
3: John Oates. I figured yeah. I'd throw this in. You guys are going to love this. I didn't uh, throw the clip over. Do we have it? Of what? Of, of Man Eater? Is that what you're talking about? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. John Oates has teamed up with viral sensation Sax Squatch. Oh, Yeah. yeah. For a new take on the Hall & Oates 1982 number 1 hit, Man Eater. The tune changes the vibe and melody of the 80s classic with Oates and the Bigfoot costumed saxophonist performing outdoors in the new video. If you haven't seen Squatch, he's fantastic. It's a guy in a Sasquatch uh, costume. He's outside, always, <laughs> always, outside in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And he plays saxophone, sometimes keyboards, and he does covers of songs. Well, this is a video. It's them doing Maneater, and John Oates is in the video with it.
5: That's awesome.
1: Uh, Oates explained, I've had a lot of otherworldly experiences in my career, <laughs> but none as mystical and magical as this collab with the amazing, soulful Sax Squatch. As soon as we began recording, I knew we had something special. All right, we have audio on it. I knew he had something special he said the mark of a good song is that it can be reimagined in lots of ways and this is without a doubt the coolest version i've ever heard <laughs> is that really john oates in it that is john yeah, Oates. that's what i thought yeah all right uh and i love sex Squatch. he's the best <laughs> all right and there you go that's what i got in uh, music news for you let's take a final break when we return we're going to open the door for you to win $500, but you need five letters to win that prize. We'll get the first when we get back. Stay with us. and return shortly.
0: The President and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: And a beautiful day today, so hopefully that's the best thing for you. Some sunshine.
3: Get out if you can.
1: Temperatures in the, you know, mid-60s.
3: Lately, I've been
1: noticing when I look at the, you know, the temperature gauge on my car. Yeah. uh, It's usually a a notch or two up of what they predicted, and I love seeing that. Yesterday, I saw it around 70 degrees. Yes. fantastic, so... Uh, maybe we can expect sixty five plus today. We'll see. They've been I'd, calling for sixty three, but
3: I think we're owed. I think yeah. we're owed yeah, a yeah, nice on, early spring. Oh, be February nice. sucked. Dead moose. Which, by the way, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna empty
1: out the gas in my snowballers. You do that today, yeah? Because I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Doing what happened last year? No, I left the gas in there and they gummed it. up the goddamn carburetor. You know
3: what? Mow your lawn with it. I could mow yeah. my
1: lawn with it. <laughs> I wonder how well that would work.
3: Not <laughs> very well. No? No. <laughs> it's going to get some of it. Yeah. yeah. It'd you know. be like a rototiller. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to the lawn? Uh, oh, I mowed it with a snowblower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think
1: I'd get out there and, and uh, get all the gas out of it. And well, put that baby away and that's a,
3: and it is spring officially yeah, now. Yeah. So, absolutely. It you
1: never snows. It never snows in never spring. Snows in spring right? Only
3: until late April did it uh-huh. do it once. <laughs> could you mow the snow? You could mow the snow. You could mow the snow. You
4: could mow the snow. You um, could mow the snow.
3: I wonder how that would do. It would be good. No.
4: Mm-mm. Yeah. It'd be, I think a you could take. Yeah, you just yeah. take like
1: the top inch off of <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. A
4: lawnmower in the snow would work better than a snowblower in the lawn. That's, that's uh, what my dad always said. Here's a
3: guy here's, mowing the snow. That's case. what dad always said.
1: Yep. Uh, we're looking at video of a guy mowing the snow. And uh, yeah. But where's it going? I don't see it shoot. Oh, yeah, it is shooting right outside the there a little bit. So, oh my God, this guy looks like an idiot. <laughs> He's, He's more, happy though. Yeah, oh, he, yeah is. he is happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? I've always wanted to try just for the hell of it are those um, <laughs> manual. Uh, uh, old school, old school. Old school oh, dude, I, yeah, they, I, suck. they suck. Dude, they I,
3: suck. that's so, what I hear. Like they're yeah. real.
4: They're harder to push than they, they seem. Like oh, It's like, oh, la la,
3: la 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 la. No, it's like you're. <laughs> you're yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Years,
4: no. years ago, my brother's wife was uh, was sick, and so uh, she sick. was she had been in the hospital for for days, and uh, so I wanted to mow their lawn as a favor to them. So I went over there to surprise them. I couldn't get into their house, so I <laughs> borrowed. Their neighbor's mower. And it was one of those ones. A manual one. Yes. And it sucked. <laughs> yeah. And I was just trying to do them a solid. Yeah. And I wish I didn't, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Did you finish the job? I finished the job, wow. you know. And so it's like the, the old saying, like, you know, if you want to do something, you do it for the right reasons. Right. And, you know, if it's if it's uncomfortable, then. then. But maybe if you're looking to get a workout at the same time. I was not just sure. cutting your grass. I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> I was. Totally not at the
3: time, yeah. but you want a full workout next time. Attach a plow to your back. And it, yeah,
4: <laughs> it's like pulling one of those yeah. sleds. Yeah, in yeah exactly. Gym, yeah. yeah. But my neighbor down the street, growing up, they used one, and it had something to do with uh, the the mother's allergies. For some reason, regular lawn mowing clippings and uh, would would affect kick, her allergies. It would kick it up
1: more. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see that.
3: Maybe, yeah, it's just cutting. You know? It's not. It's not p- pumping it out through the. Um, yeah. The rotation of the blades, which right. kind of make I, I, you know, puts more into the air. Yeah, they're actually they're they're very. If your lawn doesn't tend to get too thick, and you're just taking off, you know, a, a nice like an inch or yeah. two on the top, it's fine. Okay. Otherwise, you're effed.
1: Yeah. All right. I would like to thank our lone guest today. Really nice kid. Well, yeah, kid. He plays a kid, on but he's 22 years old. Uh, Bradley Constant, Yeah. He plays the 15 year old version of uh, Dwayne Johnson. Of course, he gets somebody in their 20s to play a 15 year old because the, <laughs> the Rock was huge when he was in high school. Uh, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on NBC. He was a super nice guy.
3: So that show is good and it's followed by the Kenan, uh, the um, uh, SNL, the. Um, uh, Keenan Thompson? Uh, uh, yeah, is that who it is? Yeah. Uh, what show is it? What's it about? It's a sitcom. He he is actually like a talk show host in the morning. It's a family sitcom. Well, Don Johnson is part of it. Okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's actually both shows are pretty well written. It's a solid hour. Nice. Uh, all right, and I guess, did we do the letter? We haven't done the letter We
1: haven't, the done, le- no. we, we haven't done the letter. $500 to give away, and Casey's going to get our
0: letter. Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: And the Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by the letter C, as in cash money. And that's mm. what we got to give away. Yeah, we're giving away $500 as part of T Mobile. 5G Fridays, where T Mobile is giving away 5Gs in the name of speed with the Preston and Steve Show. For another shot at 500 bucks, click contest, contestwmmr.com and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed, who says you can't have it all? T Mobile, are you with us? I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Radio program has been brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and also Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, local flavors. And LASIK Experts. Book your free LASIK consultation uh, today at LASIKExperts.com. On tomorrow's program, this is good. It's Tattoos Day. We'll give away a tattoo. Kira Sedgwick. Uh, I love her. She'll be joining us. And,
3: and one returns to us. Andy Dick will be on the show, too. Did you see what he's doing? No. It's sort of a parody of uh, The Tiger King. Oh, Yeah. I think it's it's some. It might be called something like Tiger Dick or something like that. Okay, (laughs) Tiger Dick. Oh my god, (laughs) I love it. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, we'll do a little research, find out what it's all about. We'll talk to Andy and Kira tomorrow. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. Hit the wrong button ahead (laughs) of time. Here we (laughs) go.
0: (laughs) The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line.
10: Hello, WMMR listeners. We are Nuvo Healthcare, located at 27 New York Road in Willow Grove, PA, the Philadelphia area's largest massage chair dealer, carrying all the major brands in the massage chair industry. Check out our website at nuvohc.com. Our policy is don't buy it if you haven't tried it. Stop by and mention MMR for a discount on your massage chair purchase. Next message. Hey, this is Anthony from Three Brothers Tile. We are a tile installation company, family-owned and operated, servicing Delaware County for 20 plus years. We do anything tile from small repairs to your dream master bathroom and everything in between led by national certified tile installer number 1615. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Three brothers tile, the backslash specialist. Say that three times fast.
0: The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help.
4: Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com.
0: 933WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack
8: really does sell him for less.